Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. Mm-hmm. Where we occasionally talk about video games, which are stupid, of course. All of yeah, them. the stupid games. Stupid Just games. Stripping the one... You press buttons, what's up with that? Yeah, you just, you do. You really do. That's all you do. <laughs> Jesse's just descending into a realm of pixels. <laughs> I, ain't get inv- I ain't getting involved in this. <laughs> oh, you will. <laughs> you will. <laughs> nope. I choose, I choose not to judge crazy people. They're already crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to be judged. Way to get involved so fast. <laughs> I choose not to judge this fucker. (laughs) (laughs) I won't judge that wanker over there. Absolutely not. (laughs) Oh my! It's nice to see that I am super pixelated on the screen. Uh, You're kind of recovering a little bit. Yeah, it's whatever. It happens. There's not really a huge amount that we can currently do about it, but it is a thing that happens nonetheless. Welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. We do occasionally talk about video games. Our guest this week is the Mighty Strip, and welcome to the show. So mighty, thank you. Mighty. Come on, bit more enthusiasm, mush mush. Nope, he's so not- happy to be here. Did you just that wake was- up? Is that why? What? Well, I mean, yeah, I was playing Ark all night. Really? Yeah. And then, and yeah, I was playing Ark till like six a.m. and then uh, recorded some stuff with some uh-huh. UK people, and then had a power nap. Uh-huh. Wow. Impressive. You're living the dream, buddy. You're just so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> thrilling. Absolutely thrilling. Uh, before we uh, continue to go on with the show, we're testing out a new little feature, which is designed for those of you running on very, very limited bandwidth or who happen to be, say, on the go using a mobile device. And what it does is it essentially gives you an audio-only version of this current live stream. If you want to test it out, and they're asking us to stress test it, so I'm sure we can, you go to tunein.alphageekradio.com. That's tunein.alphageekradio.com. And that will allow you to access an audio live version of the stream. And it's, again, just designed to try and give people on mobile devices a little bit of an easier time if you happen to be out and about. So... Do feel free to give that a shot if that's what you're doing, and we'll see whether or not it actually works. I'll post the link in the chat for you live. Obviously, if you're watching the VOD, this is not applicable to you. And here is the link in the chat. There you go. So feel free to to give it a shot. Those of you who watch the show normally, there's really no reason whatsoever for you to actually use this, but it's just something to just give a bash if you are really short on bandwidth or anything along those lines. You won't be seeing this, though. What am I doing? You don't know. I don't know because it's blurry as shit. The so answer's nothing. The is. answer she's doing nothing. If you're okay. listening, you are missing nothing right now. Yeah. And yes. we uh, uh, we blew the server up, incidentally. So there you go. There's your stress test, Alpha Geek Radio. <laughs> you might need a bigger boat. <laughs> oh my, oh my. All right. Jesse, welcome. Welcome to the show. Yo, hi. Oh my goodness. I'm finally moved into the new office. Everything's in here now, and it's great. I'm sure so it is. I got a few things I have to, as you can see behind me, a few things I need to put away still. Pile of junk, yeah. But it looks just like your USA old place. The book, oh, my USA chair is USA-rific. Um, wow. My shelf is over there. The shelf that's usually behind me is over there and over there now. It has everything on it, and there's all sorts of, uh, I'm putting it all together. There might be a little echo because I don't have all my sound foam up yet, but other than that, I'm feeling good and 
Ready to work. I was trying to work this morning. I showed up at the office at 6 a.m. Started Why? recording, did doing you, work. Cause, did you turn up well, on here, that Witcher 3 longboard behind you? <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I rolled in. Did you, rolled in did on you my longboard, longboard in? You know, of all the things that I associate with The Witcher 3, a longboard is not high on that list. It's so cool. That's on the bottom it. side, it's got like a big old thing. Yeah, Geralt and the, the Wild Hunter on the back. But no, I... um. I got it at a Santa Monica event, and I guess they assumed Santa Monica was like the cool place. So Don't like, yeah, Santa Monica—they have longboards. So do they? Is that a common <laughs> I feature? I mean, they could have given me a homeless person. That's more akin to Santa Monica. Oh, hey, oh, topical. J Jesus, mm -hmm. man. <laughs> Look, Jesse said home. he wasn't gonna insult anybody or get involved. Yeah, we're not gonna be judgmental on this show today. You know, that's now homeless people and a polygon journalist. Great. You just call a polygon journalist homeless? Probably true. Well, considering so, how much they get paid and the fact they have to live in San Francisco, they're probably better off that way. Probably true. I know a lot of journalists. They're all, they're basically homeless, as it is. For all intents and purposes. Uh, yeah. You can't feel too mad about people like that, because really, you're living in a studio a apartment in San Francisco. Might as well, well be TV. a cupboard. I didn't say anything about that. that was I'm you. delighted oh. to be here. Thank you for asking. Yeah, Hi, I'm sure everybody. You are. I'm Dodger. Sure you are. Any of you who are longtime viewers of the show, you'll be delighted to know that I'm eating cashews. Ah. And if you don't get that joke, I'm not going to explain show, it to you. You cashew chicken eating motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do in jokes on this show. No, yeah, thanks. we bring it back. Always, always. We don't have we that do. many. Come on, we're not that bad. There's some podcasts that need an entire wiki for all of their supposed in jokes just to explain well, it to people. To be fair, in place of gratuitous in-jokes, we talk about how hard it is being YouTubers basically every show. To be fair, <laughs> so... yes. It's our little th group therapy session that we have every once in a while. We just happen to allow people to spectate it for some reason. Oh, my. It's great. I love it. Because then the rest of the day, it's like, I appreciate what you do, and it makes me feel good. And I love when, when you make me feel good. I love when you oh, make me feel good, yeah. Anna. Make me feel good, Internet. Uh, hi. God, I, you, I'm, I'm really excited. You look like a giant piece of fruit on camera. I'm sorry. I feel like a giant piece of fruit. Take a bite. Take a bite, Internet. I'm hoping uh, I haven't woken up yet, and this is like that. You know that pre-dream where you wake yeah. up, and then you think you've woken up, but it's still a dream? Yeah. I, I want this to be that. <laughs> I can understand no, that. It's desire. real it's life. Sam, it's real life. It's just fantasy. <sighs> really? Caught in a landslide. No, no escape, escape from reality. From reality. Oh, God. All right, cool. Let's talk about games. Skies and sea. Yeah. yeah. I'm just a poor boy. I work I for Polygon. It's easy come, easy go. Little high. <laughs> Video games are stupid. Anywhere the wind doesn't really matter to me. Because I don't like video games. Me. I don't like video <laughs> games. <laughs> Alright, cool. Good, <laughs> Alright, enough of that. We do occasionally. TV, I'm gonna challenge you. I'm gonna challenge you that for the rest of this show, 
you are not going to make fun of Polygon for the rest of the show. <laughs> I can't. I, I just can't do, do it, Captain. Because I don't my have God, the it's power. Like impulse. It's like this awful impulse inside of you, but I, I just want to see if you can do it. <laughs> just like hold it all in. I like the assumption that we have not even addressed what we're talking about, really. So no, we we're actually right assuming the people. No clue. Let's just get out of the way. Let's get the demon out. Couple of minutes, and let's get it out of the way, and then the I won't talk about always. The I won't talk about the rest of the show. I promise. To like put the demon uh, in in there. I promise. Okay. We can put the genie Dodger back in the bottle. Wants the demon in her. Okay. Let, let's get out of the way, and then I won't talk about them for the rest of the show. I promise. We need okay. to perform an exorcism. We do. Uh, this is an intervention. Okay. All right. <laughs> The reason we are mocking Polygon at the moment for, is not for the usual reasons that Polygon is kind of silly, but Polygon put out perhaps the most egregiously terrible article we have ever seen in the history of Polygon. And that takes, yeah, that's a lot of work. That's, that's a pretty high standard uh -huh. or low standard, whichever you prefer. So they sent a journalist, quote unquote, to a event for Rock Band 4 in, I think in Santa Monica, actually. And he was sent to a high-class hotel. They had the event on the roof of this thing. They were serving canapes, apparently. I don't even know what a canapé is, but it sounds really fancy. I'm Googling it. What is a canapé? I've never eaten a canapé, you know. Uh, but they were like serving Iceland, them canapés. It's like Iceland buffet food on a tray. Is it? Okay. So they were serving the little people. finger food and everything like that. Oh, no, no. And they had it's a like stage. Little, you know, like little red squares with stuff on it or like a cracker with stuff on it or like yeah, he's, little tiny I mean, one bite I pretty foods. much nailed, anyway. it. I nailed it. So the Sentence event, and it's it's very standard as we know because we've been to these events ourselves to go to an event like that and you are asked to play the game and essentially you're expected to report your findings and yeah, they'll treat you well because they hope that you have a good impression but, you know, they're spending quite a lot of money to set these damn things up. And this guy travels to the event, refuses to play the game, and then writes 800 words about not playing the game. And he starts off with some of the most pretentious drivel I've ever read. Like, he's, he's, on a, he's using words that he clearly doesn't understand, like effervescent, for instance. And then going on about, no, he's not playing the game. He's actually talking to a colleague about politics in the Philippines. Like, does anyone actually believe that this guy is discussing politics in the Philippines with anybody? I mean, really? I don't think I, so. I would like to think so. I would like to think that he is up on Filipino politics. Yeah, I have. Yeah, absolutely. In the end, it doesn't matter if he was or not. the The point is, he didn't play the game, and then wrote an article about the game about how he didn't play <laughs> Those it. Are the two big points here. Yes, and the, and, and then classic end of the, quotes. End of the article. End of the article with like, look, it's not for me. Someone might like it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like I want to go to a quieter place because I don't like loud people. noises. Like, and, and of course, the, the the cracking quote from the article, which is, all video games are stupid, comma, of course. <laughs> As if that's some predestined manifest destiny comment. Like, everyone, yeah. I, I mean, there's not even a debate, of course, not even a question, because everyone knows all video games are stupid, of course. Of course. That was the point in the article where, because TB was like, you should read this. I'm reading it. That was the point in the article where I was like, what the fuck is this article about? Because it literally, like, it went from... Let's talk about Rock Band to, you know, Rock Band was never really for me to, you know what? All games are just silly Stupid. and pretentious. All you do is press buttons. What's up with that? What? I was like, what are you talking about? What is this? What am I reading? It's like, what a bad episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> and two, it's a case of, you're a fucking video games journalist. What the hell are you even in this industry for? Can you explain it? Is, is it because you couldn't find anything better? 
I mean, it, it, I've said this about s several games journalists. I really think they're, they think they're temporarily embarrassed Pulitzer winners. Like, they really think, oh, I, if only I were given the chance, I could be a world-leading journalist and be showered in awards. But now I'm stuck with video games. Ugh. Ugh, video games. I've to go to all of like these to point events where I have free food in fancy hotels and play video games. Ugh. It does, it does in fact seem like a Seinfeld episode. I imagine George gets hired to be a Polygon journalist and doesn't know how to play video games. So he, Jerry, and Kramer have to write an article and it's due in six hours. What do they write about? Filipino politics. <laughs> What's the deal with Filipino politics? I actually closed this when I got six lines in, but it does actually get worse. Yeah. It does. It gets, it gets worse. Like, what, gets, what gets him on anything is they actually published it. Like, you know, sites are supposed to have editors. You would think once it got to the editor stage, they'd turn around and say, this probably shouldn't be on the website. Like, you didn't write about the game. You're going to look like a colossal twat. We shouldn't put it out. But no, it got past the editor somehow. That's incredible. That that blows my mind. There you go. That's, you know, we we've all been to those events before. And I think the least sympathetic thing you could ever possibly say to your audience is, God, my life is so hard. I had to go to this event and play a video game that you guys like before you guys got to play it. And they gave me free food and it was a really nice hotel. Oh. It's just that second phrase. I'm standing at a safe distance drinking fizzy water, eating puff pastry canapes, and chatting to another colleague about politics in the Philippines. That's like okay time. And, and then there's just <laughs> this, this, okay this slurping time. noise. It sounds like this. And that's the sound of Polygon disappearing up its own ass. It's just awful. Fucking awful. I love the. I don't even. Never mind. There, there's. There's. In his. <laughs> He, I went to go look it up now, so I can give you a direct quote, but I don't, I don't see it anymore. But uh, the the author wrote a thing that was basically like, people just don't get sarcasm or satire, or whatever he was writing. Yeah, sure, that was it. satire. Yeah, okay, right, sure, sure it was. That's an ex no, it yet, wasn't. Yet another word that I don't think he knows. <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't understand that either. <laughs> what how, what was satirical about that? Where was oh, the satire? Uh, he wrote. He wrote I mocked myself a bit for being a dull dog. Some people didn't understand that, I think. That's what he was saying. No, so he no was you didn't. Himself. You, you literally mocked the entire industry, called video games stupid, and then made yourself look like an entitled, privileged, pretentious piece of shit. That's what you actually did. Let's be frank. One <laughs> his lines is... Oh... <laughs> You're not really shooting terrorists at the World Cup, you're just pressing buttons. It's patronizing and simplistic, but every now and again you come across a game that has so little emotional connection to who you great. are that you end up standing there gazing at the screen and saying, I'm just pressing buttons and my life has no meaning. Holy shit! It reads like a 13-year-old emo played. girl's diary. Oh my oh god. My. It's oh, just a satire, guys. No, it isn't. You're an asshole. Bear in mind, this is the same guy that wrote that terrible article about Life is Strange claiming that the lighthouse was a phallic metaphor for rape. Yes, someone I've actually said that about did lighthouses that, and it was for him. years. Yeah, lighthouses. <laughs> I mean, what's the first thing you think of when you see a lighthouse? A giant gong, obviously. Giant, I think giant about the, greenhouse, uh, the greenhouse family. 
yeah. Lighthouse, that, the Lighthouse Family. The Lighthouse Family. That's a reference that at least half of this podcast won't get. Lifting. Oh nope. Lifting. It gotta be lifting. All the <laughs> shadows. We should send him the lifting. entire discography of Linkin Park. <laughs> oh my god, you need to you need to learn about the Lighthouse Family, Jesse. Oh my god. No, All right, I... anyway, okay, that's it. I won't talk about it anymore. We've got it out of the way. Challenge accepted, TV. Yeah. I believe in you. Just get out of the industry. I'm sorry. I don't believe Go. you. Go. <laughs> if you no, can't you know be what, asked you know to what? do your job, get the fuck out. That's it. Here's the thing. I don't blame that guy. I blame Polygon because if you're going to send someone to an event, know your reporters and your journalists exactly. and send the to right some person, degree, not yeah. a guy who doesn't have, like, I'm sure he's still, in some games. Yeah, I mean, still, though, you do your fucking job. It doesn't matter. I, I know they should have definitely said someone who was more into that kind of stuff, but you still do your job. You don't, and you especially don't go on the internet and write, uh, like, you almost take glee at how little of your job you actually did, and then you presented it in front of people like it was a fucking work. I mean, come on! I like the included screenshots and video. Like, <laughs> here's some stuff, though, if you want to... The got from the press kit. I don't think anyone reads their articles. Yeah. Oh, I imagine no one reads the articles. I hope I not. like to think they sent, like, a real-life version of Professor Snape from Harry <laughs> Potter <laughs> to this event. And he just fucking like, stood there. <laughs> what oh. is this? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. That's... New cannon. New head cannon. That's right. exactly what he looks fizzy like for water. me now. <laughs> fizzy water. <laughs> oh my. Alright, enough of that. <laughs> that ridiculous. Okay. Strip, what have you been playing this week? What's been going on? Oh man, I played uh like 14 hours of Ark yesterday. Yes, that seems to be the new hotness on Twitch. So tell us a little bit about Ark. What's it all about? Um, well, it's one of those standard sandbox survivals. Okay. But um Alice Stomping Lands. But right. uh actually people that have taken time to put effort into developing a game instead of a Bankrolling a Kickstarter and then failing. It's um, it's it's pretty well done. There's a lot of content. They've only been developing the game for eight months, and it kind of just came out of nowhere. So everyone was kind of excited to get their hands on it. Yesterday, they opened up the servers just to YouTubers and Twitch streamers, mm -hmm. and there was only one server, and it was a hundred people on it. So it was literally like it was a who's who of Twitch and YouTube sandbox gamers just playing on this one server and every single person you bumped into you knew in some shape or form it was kind of crazy but it was it's bit it's really fun it's really fun it's really fun it looked pretty impressive from a graphical standpoint i got to admit which is quite surprising because yeah. most of these survival games look like absolute ass especially in early access yes yeah, it's, uh, unreal, so it's unreal 5 isn't it so four four i was gonna say if it's unreal 5 i'd be very surprised but yeah it looks like unreal 4, four. We're starting to yeah, get games like that. Fun. I think Hatred was actually the first Unreal 4 game. It actually looks like that in-game, that clip as well. Yeah, this it's is the crazy. trailer from the PlayStation YouTube channel. Obviously, the there's uh, they focused a lot more on content than performance. So a lot of people did just have to lower their, lower their settings and it stuff. It just runs but, like uh, crap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's not too bad. It's mainly you just take down the sky detail and it's totally fine. Right. But yeah, you can, I mean, you can tame dinosaurs, ride dinosaurs. There's base building. Uh... Yeah, there's a lot to offer. It's really good. Yeah, we'll see how long that survives, Har, yeah. on Twitch. Yeah. 
Uh, we've seen plenty of survival games like that before pop up on Twitch and then just sort of disappear after a while mm. because either they just don't have enough content, people burn through it, the interest dies away. But for the time being, it's, I think, ranked third on Twitch, which is fairly rare. I mean, you generally don't see a new game dethroning things like Counter-Strike and League and Dota as easily as this did. I think it's mostly down to the fact that Lyric has been streaming a bunch of it, and he's obviously the most popular streamer on Twitch. So oh, yeah, the fact that in, he did it means that a lot of people jumped on it. 75k yesterday? Yeah, well, well, isn't that viewers? the case today as well, actually? Like, there's Maybe. No, that was the... I shouldn't be showing that. There we go. Uh, yeah, there's 85,000 people are currently playing it, and 56,000 of them are on Lyric Stream. So it's a bit weird because it's actually artificially inflating the numbers. There's only three streams which are above 2,000 viewers, and mm. the, the lion's share of the viewers are on Lyric Stream at the moment. I mean, it looks all right. We'll see. Will it ever be finished? Because, I mean, isn't literally the only finished survival game Don't Starve? That's it? Like, everything else is yeah. still in early access? Yeah. Hmm. And, we'll to, even and to add even more together, content, they've still... got a Steam workshop <laughs> where you can actually submit even more stuff. Hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah, no. And, uh, other than that, we're playing Splatoon. So, Splatoon. <laughs> yeah. You and Dodger have played that, haven't you? Yes, I'm so yes. into Splatoon. <laughs> okay, so why? Uh, uh, what, what's so special about Splatoon? So a lot of people seem to like it a lot. I've never seen Dodger swear so much at a child's game. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Firstly, <laughs> that's because you and Gbart like because most of the time when Sam's streaming or just playing games, I've been behind him on that futon playing. She's Splatoon. like, can I play? Can I play Splatoon in the background? And I'm like, sure, honey. Like streaming. I promise I'll be quiet. And then all my <laughs> chat here is just like, like, fuck, oh, fuck, <laughs> shit. Come on, balls! It's, it's got a lot of really cool mechanics to it, and in the um, in the single player, single player is actually really fun too, and employs a lot more stuff that you can't have in multiplayer. Really, um, I don't know. I I think that it's really really fun. I'm trying to figure out how to really articulate why it's fun. I'll tell you why. Because um, you're a kid, TB. But you're I thought you were a squid. kid. But you're a squid now. You're also a squid. Are you a squid or a kid? <sighs> you're both. <laughs> really? At the same time? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Just, you just switch between. Jesse just seems really depressed. Is it because you got splatooned earlier? Based on the color of your shirt, it looks like you've been inked quite hey! badly. Hey! Hey! No, um, I think the online is awesome. I think the single player is boring as shit. But that's just me. And I couldn't even explain to you why I think it's boring. It was boring like three levels in. I was like, I, it's going through motions, and I'm not a fan. I think the competitive part and the fun stuff online is fantastic. I think that's where the game shines. But I thought the single-player stuff bored the crap out of me. I was like, oh, my God. The single-player stuff, I think, helped me, I don't know. I don't want to say hone my skills. <laughs> But there were there were like some some things that I feel like I was better at after doing single player. But oh man, have either of you done King of the Hill mode yet? Since that came out, it came out yesterday. It's their like no, ranked mode. Oh, it's so fun! It's literally they. I was really frustrated with how few stages there were with the launch, um, but it's kind of worked out because. You had these stages that you got really comfortable with without ranked battle, and then they added in ranked battle, and the stages that you had those first days, they put into ranked, and then they added new stages to unranked. So 
I wound up going into ranked and being like, oh, I've been on this map before. Oh, but I need to like hold this one spot on that map. So they kinda, super they fun. They kind of fucked the game up quite hard at launch. Uh, they left out a lot of really important features. Now that out, sounds like Nintendo, uh, right? Yeah, they left out the ability to uh, matchmake with your friends. Lol. So okay, you yes. I mean, can't actually yeah. play with your friends. You can only you can, join a lobby they're in, and then if you're lucky, you'll get randomly assigned to their team. So there's no way to actually just play with your but friends. But then you, and, and, yeah, I agree. I think that's stupid as hell. But I also like the idea that you can play with a friend, and uh oh, now we're enemies, and it's kind of fun for that one moment. It sucks yeah. that that. You know, for that, you know, for what it is, it's fun, but it's Each not. Each match is like, only three great. minutes, so. I agree. I think the I think the single player is quite boring. I think it's like you have to be one of those people that just enjoys playing those kind of single player games. And I'm just too too tuned to multiplayer games now. Oh, but to... there's like there's sponges, and then there's fans, and there's they add cool stuff. But there's no, no challenge. Squirting. Yeah, there's zero. Like I think it's there's no. Cha I definitely think it's geared towards like children because there's very little challenge in single player. <laughs> When your when your challenge is like <laughs> yeah, when your right. challenge is like fill this sponge with ink so you can jump across it, it's not necessarily a challenge or like hit a balloon, but the balloon's way far out. So how are you gonna do that with with uh, degrees and angles and things? Like all right, I I get it. It's not that difficult. It's it's very procedural and sort of go through the motions and the music. After a while, you're just like oh my god, I'm gonna listen to something else. Like it's it's okay. I think multiplayer is where it shines, and I think that's where the game really is. And if you're going to buy it for anything, buy it for that. Because other than that, you'll be bored shitless, unless you're a Dodger. You know, unless I'd you're a love Dodger, it if the music was just, you're a kid now, you're a squid now, looped forever. Always, forever. People no. have just, done that. People are, there's like you just want to rip your hair out. <laughs> um, there have been some tactics that, if, if you hear me losing my shit, in the background of any of Sam's streams, it's probably because people have been doing this tactic that makes me so angry. Where, um, so there's like, when you get gear, the gear comes with certain abilities assigned to it. And as you continue to play with that gear, it can get better. The gear can get better. Mm -hmm. um, uh, all of the money that you use to buy the gear is money that you make in battles. Um, if you do ranked battles, you get more experience and more money than in the other battles, but either way you get rewarded no matter what. And uh, there's there's one ability type called ninja, I think JP was saying. It's called ninja, and when you move around, people when you move around as a squid in the ink, people can't see you. Normally when you're moving in the ink, you see like little splashes, and you can be like, oh shit, there's a person there, and like kill them. But if you have ninja, nobody can see you. So it's people who wait until, if, if they have like a... Uh, Kraken or a special ability like that, they'll just sit under the ink and wait for you to come around the corner, turn into a Kraken and just dive bomb you. And you don't see it coming at all. It happened to me so many times in the same day. I was so angry. But they're, they're cool it's great. little- uh, What you're saying yeah, is it's great. Yeah, there are cool little things like that that people are learning how to do. And it makes it makes especially like ranked play really interesting, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I love that game. Every single night, I've been coming home and playing that game for like a few hours. So, you're a squid now. I'm a squid now, but I'm also a kid now. I see. I'm okay mm -hmm. with it. Kid with a squid. Squid. <laughs> yeah, squid you, yeah, you into that? Yeah, honey. Squid. Pot. 
Oh, okay, cool. It's like, it's just Keep that to yourselves. Back. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, yes, Splatoon. Apparently not too bad. The, there is one yeah, thing about fun. Splatoon. Has, have any of you actually accessed the content that's behind an amiibo paywall yet? Yes. Uh, I haven't, but I know Gerard in the next room has. He was rocking all the amiibos playing it I, to get I, like I his sent Gerard, bonus. I sent Gerard out to get me amiibos when he was getting his. But we so haven't. Did you take it. them out of the package? Yeah. You did? You ruined yeah. the resale value. No! Oh. We'll never sell those on eBay. Typical bullshit yet. with fucking amiibos. Seriously, that the Just... artificially inflated value because Nintendo was too goddamn stupid to release enough of them is ridiculous. I like that someone stole a bunch. I, I think that a truck was now, robbed is the I best story of the week. Thirty dollars for a schoolgirl outfit on my Squid Girl. TV. Wow, that sounds like great value. All right, and uh... a samurai helmet when I want it. Now, I mean that. <laughs> That stuff is not really a big deal, but it, uh, my understanding is there's a set of single-player challenges also locked behind the Amiibo paywall. Yeah. Yes. yes. That Six, is bullshit. 60, 60 DLC missions. 60? They locked 60 missions behind Six. a fucking Amiibo paywall. Don't worry, that is ridiculous. they're all still shit. Well, it doesn't matter. As hell. That's 60 like... for each character as well. So if you get the guy and the girl, what? you have 120. Fuck me. That's ridiculous. Wait, it's different stuff for... Depending on which gender you choose. Yeah, because you you get like missions to oh unlock. You get like missions related to um, special weapon items. things. Yeah, special yeah. weapons and stuff. Holy shit! Oh right. yeah. So they're encouraging you to buy the whole set basically to get all the. But stuff. missions makes it seem like it's a like one mission oh, could I be thirty six seconds no, long. I thought that you meant, oh my god! I thought that you were saying like if you play a boy squid in the game, you have a different single player no, than if amiibos, you play a girl squid. Yeah, I get that now. I was like, that makes no sense. Why? Because be? uh, you can because well, the girl squid, you know, there's certain things she can't do. Right, because uh. she's weak. Like yeah, she because she's weaker than the boy squid. She can't right, open obviously. a jar of calamari. Why is the squid? Why would she do that? She's a squid now. Calamari, no. <laughs> she can't do it though. She's been imprisoning her fellow squid. It's terrible. Yeah. Oh my god. Unbelievable. It's, oh my god. I I, I, I got um. We got Mario Party ten recently, and I played oh, it with Jesus. the family. And there was there's an entire game mode there called uh, like Amiibo or whatever, which is an entire separate game mode that's locked behind the Amiibo paywall. It's getting actually ridiculous. The, there's been little things in previous games, like Hyrule Warriors. There's like a weapon or a costume or whatever. Now it's getting to be game modes and single-player content and actually substantial shit locked behind this plastic paywall. I, it's got to be some of the most egregious, horrendous practice because all this stuff is already on the disc. It's Capcom level of bad. Mm. Well, but, Nintendo's, but like, Nintendo's like, we're losing the race. What do we have? We have a brand that's stronger than theirs, so let's... Make but money. We got toys. Well, when I yeah. bring this up to people, and I will say many times, and I've said this before on Twitter and everywhere else, I think amiibos are the stupidest stepping things in the world. They are. Um, I every time I bring this up, I'm immediately told I buy it for collector reasons. I like the way they, they look. I want to show them off, and anything else I get is great, which is fine. But what me what that means is eventually all the games will will like just be filled with content. That only caters to you, and that yeah. doesn't work for me. Like think that about make me someone that isn't you for a change, yeah. and think, hang on a minute, this content that I'm getting access to because for some reason I'm spending all my money on plastic crap, 
is actually being locked away from people that aren't. That's not a good thing. Not at all. They're insane. Japanese people are insane. They're crazy. Oh, no, that, that, agreed. I've said that, you know, Japanese, they so, right? They have so much counsel, though. They have so much constant counsel on how to just do it normally or right or better. And they're just like, we have, we have a better idea. <laughs> well, it works. I we're mean, gonna, we're, we're going to send four Mario Amiibos to this US GameStop and um, 4,000 people can fight over them. It's and, genius. Uh, they're absolutely, look, they're smart as hell because the artificially inflated prices, everyone talking about it, people, they immediately selling out. That's how you sell stuff. They're genius. I mean, they immediately sell out because there's only two in the shop. Yeah, yeah it's artificial demand, scarcity. Yeah, the demand is so high that when they do show up, people fight. Like, if people fought over your product, you would be thrilled. If you were a company well, and you, you made just stock twice as many and then if sell the twice Witcher as many. If 3 was like, oh, right, so we've spent yeah, so much time developing this game, but jokes on you guys, there's only 50 copies in the whole fucking world. Let's go. <laughs> See you fight for it. Last 50 yeah. win. I'm people, sorry, there's no excuse would? for, especially with mass-produced shit like that, for there to be scarcity. It's absolute nonsense. It's deliberate exploitation. And when, if it was just plastic shit, I wouldn't care as much. But it's not just plastic shit. But you it's... remember, this This is what they did with, with the Wii, just the normal Wii, when it first came out. There yeah, was and that no was dumb Wii's. as well. They could have sold more on launch and had a bigger install base. But what happened was, is it became so popular because no one could get a hold of one. People, every time they showed up, would but buy them it? instantly. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, but can you attribute its actual popularity with, to its scarcity or not? No, no, no. What I can, well, what I can attribute it to up until a certain point. Eventually, they had games people wanted. And, it, and they didn't make it scarce anymore. But when it first came out, when there were no games on it, and it was all, like, move sheep in that one awful, like, uh... DreamWorks game or whatever that was, right? It was there were no games for it, and people uh, bought Zelda it because and uh, Wii Sports. I mean, those were games. And so I'm talking in the initial, the, the early stages. That was so people, that was launched. People bought it because it wasn't available, and then when people had it, they never used it. Like it was one of those things that what fell to the wayside to uh, Xbox and PlayStation. Mm, I don't, I don't agree with it. I really don't. And I especially don't agree with locking on-disc content behind a plastic paywall. It's worse than DLC because at least with DLC, I know I can get it for a consistent price. With this, and this is becoming a problem because the new Fire Emblem also has this. Apparently, if you don't get certain Fire Emblem figurines, there are characters in the game that you can't get access to. And if they don't release enough of the damn things, that's like, pay a scalper $40 to get this piece of content. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well... I mean, again, I think that they should have done what the initial process or like thought process was, which was you buy this little figure. If you like the figure, you can keep the figure. If you want to use the figure, you can use it. And you get like uh, and Yoshi's Wooly, whatever the hell it is. Yoshi's Wooly. Um, he like Yoshi become. He looks like Mario, and he looks like this character. Like I think that's more what it should be than. Also, now Yoshi has sixteen levels that he can get access to Cosmetics. that are Mario theme levels. Or Yoshi can do, you know, this peach-themed level, right? It's, I think it's, I think that's the shitty part. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, we've bollocks. said that a million times before. Like, anything extra like that should always be cosmetic. Yep. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I, I don't care. I couldn't care less about the costume shit. That's fine. Do do that as much as you like. 
as soon as you start locking real content behind the plastic paywall, then I'm not okay. Yep. And and oh, and I, I I let me just again reiterate. I feel so bad for Gerard because in order to do completion of stuff for Nintendo games, he has to own every single amiibo oh in order God. to do every single thing. So every oh, time amiibos come out, though. he's at the store like fighting little kids, punching them in the face, taking it from their parents. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so good to have him as a friend. <laughs> because I know he has to he has to go. No matter what. You did you did be like, hey Gerard, can you give me one of those things? He's like, sure, gotcha. <laughs> Dink. Yeah, I was like, can you get me one? He was like, sure. Got me like the whole set. Just because it's in his nature. He's like, Sam would want this. I would want this. Sam would want this. Just gets me the whole set. Eventually, like, he's going to ask children. you to put your life on the line for him, and you're not going to be allowed like, to say no. You remember all those oh, fucking amiibos you I got owe him you, a debt of honor. You owe me! <laughs> it's going like, to be like the last amiibo, and it's just like behind like armed armed guards, and he's like, you, I need your help. We have to get That'd be great amiibo. if it was just called the last amiibo, and it was that, yeah. <laughs> that black and white dude from the clock game oh my in God, Smash. Yeah. Mr. Whatever his name is, and it was the only one of him. There's one. And he's like, we've got a heist planned. And I need a getaway, man. Take a bullet for him. There's, there's like one, one Smash Bros. achievement that you can only get by placing this amiibo on your controller. And only yep. like the CEO of Nintendo has it. That's it. No one else. We have got to break into his high security facility. Yeah. Get the amiibo. Get out. That's about right. But here's the, here's the way it ends. At the end, everyone draws guns on each other because everyone wants it. Yeah, <laughs> there's only one. Betrayal. <laughs> yeah, there's only one. Oh, man, that's a good movie. I'd watch that. Man. Reservoir Dogs are right there. Ocean's Amiibo. Oh Absolutely. Ocean's Amiibo, <laughs> yep. Anything else you've been playing this week, Strip? Um, I mean, I play the usual. I play, like, Rainy Kings and stuff. Ark is just a better version of Rainy Kings now. I'm probably never going to play again. Okay. Uh, so... I mean, yeah, that's pretty much. Did that's you pretty ever, much it this week? Did you ever get a dinosaur to be your best friend? <sighs> no. You know, the problem was that. Um, He's so sad. No. No, you don't realize. I spent all right. There's two instances last night where it takes a long, a long time to tame a dinosaur in art. Understandable. They've like <laughs> they haven't made. It's not. It's not. It's not an easy process, right? So you have to. You have to, you encounter a dinosaur that is, uh, unless it's like a really crappy herbivore, it's hostile. Even if it's like a triceratops, it's hostile. All right? Crappy herbivores. So you, uh, you see, the only way you can tame them is you have to knock them unconscious with blunt force trauma to the head. And the only way you can do this is with a slingshot with big rocks. And then while it's unconscious you have to like basically like force feed it berries to become your friend but it has an unconscious level that like is obviously it's waking up it gets closer to waking up as it begins to be tamed so you have to force feed it narc berries they're called narc berries okay to keep it more comatose and keep it like further knocked out so you can eventually tame it, which takes, it can take, depending on the size of the dinosaur and the level it is, because there's obviously like a level up system in this game. It's really cool. There's like a lot of RPG elements. So as you level up, you can choose what recipes you want to learn. If you want to be like uh, a builder or you want to like build weapons and stuff. But anyway, dinosaurs have levels too and their stats increase. And if you have a pet that levels up, you can choose what stats you want to 
increase and stuff on it. So the higher they are, the longer they take. So these, like, just taming a Triceratops can take two hours. So this whole time, nope. this Triceratops is asleep on a beach just because you knocked it out and you're force feeding it, like, fucking red berries and then knock berries on the side to keep it comatose whilst the predators for the Triceratops are, like, roaming around. And if they see your Triceratops unconscious, they'll just eat it. They'll just come over and eat it. So you're, you're like, keeping it unconscious and fed constantly whilst defending it from the apex predators, whilst defending it from other players. And then, because it's, like, early access, the server goes down routinely every couple of hours. Oh, that so sounds, like, I wonderful like, fun. So there I'm were multiple so occasions where... I'd invested like an hour and 45 minutes on this Triceratops and I was like, soon you would be mad and precious. Like stroking it. You know, like in Jurassic Park where the Triceratops is sick and he like runs up to it and he's like stroking its face. That's a big pile of shit. Yeah. 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 Also, <laughs> also all the dinosaurs spontaneously shit and it makes a <laughs> noise and then a huge shit just drops. So there's like been loads of times yeah. where they just shit on you. But Someone had to program that. Someone spent yeah. time and yeah. effort doing also, that. Also, you can uh, <laughs> pick you can pick up the shit, and if you're really really hungry in game, you can eat the shit as an extreme. Of course so, you can. Yeah, of course but, you can. So that would be hour forty five minutes, and I'd be stroking it. I was like ready to name it, you know, thinking about the shit we're gonna do together. Me and me and this Triceratops server crashes. When the server comes back up, she's not she's not unconscious anymore because obviously a server reset. So the Triceratops just looks at me like. You nearly had this ass, and then just walks away. <laughs> you know, Forever. the whole thing sounds unbelievably creepy, I'm gonna be honest. <clears throat> well, I mean, it was creepy because I, I, I described it in a creepy way, but yeah, I mean... We're just gonna discuss had issues of dinosaur ass. consent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarah, oh, no! You could have had this ass. You could have had this yeah. ass. <laughs> also, I did actually tame a Triceratops um, and uh, accidentally had it set to aggressive, and my friend came over like, well, you tamed a Triceratops! And it just ripped his head off, like, in <laughs> as well. And it's like a 50-kilometer map. It's a, it's a big map, so once your friend's dead, you ain't seen him for a couple of hours tops. So, yeah, he came over and he was like, Wow, what's her name? And she was just like, <laughs> And just, he just, that's it. He was gone. Never saw him again. So you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. Alright. Mm-hmm. Well. I'll I'll wait till that game finishes sometime in the year 2025. As most of the <laughs> actually survival um, games will. They've already scheduled it for a console release 2016. So they aim we'll to be see. done by then. Consoles is it coming out for Xbox? Uh yeah, new, new gen. Yeah, it's coming out on PlayStation 4 because they put oh. a trailer out for it. So they actually have uh they actually have a time schedule unlike any other early access game that's like we'll be done maybe in 10 years. Yeah, it's like, we'll finish eventually, guys. Just give us your money, plus. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. I promise. We just uh, need more no. dollars. It comes out today. It's $25, one-off payment, no microtransactions. So. All right, then. Yeah, see, what have you been up to? Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> no, no, not much. <laughs> I Are you don't, eating like, canapes by any you. chance? No, I mean, uh, aren't, all, aren't all canapes silly though? I well, don't... of course, of course. Yeah, really, you're just really just putting bite-sized food in your mouth, and I'm not <laughs> one who enjoys that. <laughs> I uh, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I no. honestly this <laughs> no. this week I honestly have just been playing like a lot of heroes. Cause I'm a big nerd and enjoy that game a lot. And then 
have been moving stuff into the office. So I really, besides stuff from my own channel, I haven't played much other games. Um, I just started to play, oh, damn it, what's the name of that game? I left it at home, and now my brain's going to die. It's the, you know, it's the two games in one for the 3DS. Mario Oh, something. the puzzle, Puzzles and Dragons thing? Yeah, Puzzles and Dragons and the Mario yeah. Puzzles and Dragons. Yeah. I... I kind of love the Mario one because you like make your Mario team and each person has a different color and those colors affect like they get points for each one of the different color things that you match three with. But you also can do more than match three because you have a timer and so you can move your thing around and as many matches as you can get within that time, you can get like mega triple extra score. So it's, it's you know, it's it's not very, like there's not a lot to it. It's you're playing a match three and moving through an RPG-style Mario world, and you are fighting different bosses and stuff. And it's, it's simple fun. I've been playing that just for shits and giggles. Honestly, I haven't played too much this week. I wish I could say more. What's you haven't played any Final Fantasy uh, 14, have you, Jesse? Haven't what now? You haven't played any Final Fantasy 14? I have not. I should, I should have. I should have jumped on that, but... My computer was in my car as I was trying to get it all moved in here, so even, now uh, it's even, here. Even Gerard's playing now. Yeah, Gerard's up to level 20. He just I don't have time for that. That's a lot of effort. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. What are you talking about? That's why you're going to play with us. Oh, it sounds like work. Oh. <laughs> Leans in. Jesse! Jesse! You press event if you don't like work. Yeah. Just, uh, just want that fat chocobo. I'm trying to think of like what else I did this week, and honestly, I didn't do jack. <laughs> I yeah, all I did was play a bunch of. Uh, I mean, I uh, I can't tell you what I, I saw. I saw a bunch of new things coming to Heroes, but I can't say anything. But it's really cool. They just announced and the Crusader for. Yes, I've seen what's coming after that. So after her is two more things that are amazing, and I can't say nothing. But I will simply say that uh, I like where they're going with it. They have themes. So they're going to have, like, theme chunks, which is cool. So we'll, 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 when that happens, you'll see. And you'll be like, wow, that's a thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's really sort of like my dick around fun game. I, I haven't done anything, really. The game came I'm out officially yesterday, didn't it? Uh, today, yeah. actually. Today. It came out, today. But, but they had their launch last night. Yeah. What's I haven't played it in quite some time. Uh, can you identify any real differences between the beta and the actual release version? Has there been anything that they've really changed? Not really. I mean, as far as as far as I can tell, they made a few changes. Like I made a, like a ton of changes to different characters. They made a few minor map changes here and there, and they made some graphical tweaks. The new Nvidia driver was for uh, the game. I will still say it's probably not the game's fault it's probably an sli problem but this and many other games still have weird graphical glitches when i run my sli graphics cards mm. um other than that i mean they've pretty much got it to the point where at least from what i've been told they're not resetting anything so if you're in hero league and, and whatever rank you have right now nothing's being reset for a little bit until they i think at the end of the month or something like that because they don't want to have it where people who are really heavily skilled are going up against new people mm -hmm. in, in the Hero League and all that stuff. So they're going to wait a month and then go back. But other than that, I mean, if you played in beta, what, you're, what you played in open beta is pretty much what you're going to play now. Right. Fair enough. The 
pricing on the heroes <laughs> is still fairly ridiculous, right? Still super crazy. Um, yeah. What they did do was they increased the amount of gold you get. Okay. So gold is up a lot. And then if you buy into a stim pack, which is, you know, 30 days, like $13, I think, maybe. I don't remember right. what it is. Then you get, like, quadruple the gold. So eventually, like, for example, in two weeks, I make about, and this is me playing maybe two hours a day. Uh, I make about 20, 25,000 gold in two weeks, which is enough to buy two 10,000 gold characters, which are, there's not very many of those, or a ton of, like, 4,000 gold characters, and right. not spend a, a cent. And that's with a stim pack. Yeah, that's with the stim pack. Okay. Uh, and so I think that's where they're going to get their, you know, this is how you get your, your gold quick. Mm. Uh, I think 13 bucks is a whole lot cheaper than spending $9.99 a character, twelve ninety nine for a special bundle. You know, there's one that's I mean, the like skins are ludicrously four. expensive as well in that game. They're just outlandishly yeah. ridiculous how much they cost. And this comes from someone that bought all the cards in Hearthstone. I find that far more reasonable. It's like, it's a collectible card game. Okay, boosters are going to cost quite a bit, but the actual cost of the heroes in that game is pretty high. It is, yeah. yeah. I will say the one you thing... You still would have spent less on heroes. Well, yeah, because there's less to buy. Like, I, I bought all the heroes <laughs> in Heroes, and I think it was 100 and... What was it? Because I, I went back That's when they so did much. the reset and got all the bundles to get everything cheaper, so I figured out the most optimal way to buy it, and I... Probably about 160 170 dollars to get all of them yeah. and that was through doing all of the bundles and things like that so everybody needs to do that smite thing yes they really do i would absolutely love to see that nosgoth did it which is lovely uh, smite's mm. done it obviously as well i don't think i i would definitely assume that heroes will never do that no because, I think, because they don't need to yeah blizzard will always have people who buy stuff i'm one of them no matter what and it, does, and it doesn't matter which particular game. Like, TB's game was was Hearthstone, and, you know, yeah. this is mine. And it's like, sure, I'll spend money on your on your products. And, you know, in Warcraft, people bought 50 mounts because they could. And they were, sure. like, 25 bucks a pop. And they're like, but I love this game, and I love this mount bot. Like, all right, if you can justify it, sure. Um, I think I, I don't particularly have a problem with, like, you know, the cost of stuff. I think if you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. If you think it's too much, don't buy it. The thing I do have a problem with, though, and this is, to this day, my biggest problem with the game, is the reconnect system is so jank. So if you're in a match and you get disconnected, not even your fault. Like, if you leave, there should be some type of punishment. But mm -hmm. if you just disconnect or there's some problem, what happens is you, when you load back into it, it connects, it like goes uh, catching up to the game. And if the game is 15 minutes in, you have to wait as it counts down 15 minutes. And, like, it speeds up and stuff and slows down. But you're just staring at a screen. That sounds like nothing. they've and used... It'll take, it'll take, like, five minutes to get back into Basically, they, yeah. it seems to me like they've used the replay resume system from StarCraft, bearing in mind it's the same engine, and they've made that the reconnect. That is fucking bad. Yeah. That's It's horrible. That's not good at all. Yeah. I... I that's the, if I had any complaint, I love the game. And if I had any complaint, that's the one. I think it's the single worst thing in that game. Drives me crazy. Thankfully, I don't disconnect much. But the problem is, if you do have someone who does disconnect a lot, what happens is when and this, oh, God, it drives me crazy. So the other day I'm playing with this guy, and he's playing our healer. And uh, he disconnects, but he keeps trying to log back in, then immediately disconnects. and keeps. So his character stands still. 
oh, and does not move. So rather than be AI controlled, he doesn't do anything and just sits there. And it was like, what? And he logged back in. We're like, dude, just don't reconnect. He's like, I want to play. We're like, don't reconnect. We will lose if you reconnect. He's like, oh my, hold on. I'm being disconnected again. He's off. It starts to move a little bit, stops. And he came, comes back on. It's the worst. It's the worst. Like, the reconnect system like, is so flawed. It's not like his fault. He just yeah. wants to play. He just <laughs> wants to play, but it's like, if you keep trying to you, play, we will lose because you us, you're you killing us. Play. Yeah, if you love us, you won't come back. I feel bad, but, like, that's where it's at. So, <laughs> that's my I just, biggest I don't know why you endure the solo queue. I really don't. Like, there's plenty, pretty much every Dota-style game that I play, the solo queue is garbage. I can't imagine why you would want to oh do it in Heroes. Oh, my God, I... It's got to be the worst in Heroes, because it's so team-orientated. I would have said that a while ago, like... um, I, in fact, I have many times, but I think now the more I play solo queue... The more, especially quick match, the more I'm like, whatever, I'm going to try something new and try some different stuff out. And I found a lot of really game-breaking builds that I love by doing that. Um, I, I, I think at this point, if you go into solo queue expecting to have an awesome game because there's so many new people, you're crazy. Mm. Like, it's that point where there's so many new people who don't know what they're doing. If you're going into a quick match without being willing to be like, let me show you how it's done, then you're going to have a crazy time. Uh, if you go to the hero matchmaking stuff, that's probably where you should be, and that's you know that bring your friends or else you'll lose your mind. Yeah, when I did, that's where when I did Heroes of the Storm matchmaking, the uh, the game has a lot of balance issues in the sense that there's like a clear cut five or six champions that are a clear arm and leg above the rest in terms of like how how viable they are, how good they are. Well, that's and because like, so like you kind of like the game is over at the character select screen when you play ranked solo queue in I, here's, Storm. here's like the thing. if you if you if they pick better than you you lose like period because it's a team I, game as well there's no individual skill like as impressionable i would go as far as to say i think there are two characters and they probably have been nerfed since illidan and sylvanas are probably the two most overpowered characters right now at least that's what i think um i would say though that Learning every character and learning all the different skills they can get is a way to break that. And I think that um, uh, my dear teammate Sohinky figured out a lot. Like he is very, very much into like meta gaming and finding the best way to win. He was the first guy that I ever saw destroy his murky. His Zagara build is game breaking. Like he can take your core by himself in like twenty seconds. Like he's. Because he goes through and figures out, like, how to make everything work. And I think that's what people need to do. Instead of just, like, I saw this guy play as Illidan, and Illidan's way overpowered, so I'm going to play as him, too. And what the matchmaking does is if you have a, a Murky, it'll match a, with the Murky, or try to. If you have a Nova, it'll try to match you with a Nova. If you do Abathur, so it tries to pick all the different characters and sort of match them against each other in quick match, which I think is, I think it's insane, but whatever. Um... But in Hero League, you don't have to worry about that because you can only have one of each character in the thing. So you just have to learn to counter the characters. It'll take time, but uh, eventually people will figure it out. I don't think there's... I think there are only two characters that are way overpowered. Everyone else, I think, is pretty equal. Really? Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, he has played a hell of a lot with more than you, Strip. Let's be honest. I can, yeah, well, I can tell you right now, I played with the devs. And, I know. And I, I think we played a similar amount of ranked play. I played, I played as Murky... As a joke, because I was like, I want to play as Murky. 
And the devs were like, here's what you're going to do. Go every, and it was the, the Egyptian map with the towers. And they're like, mm. go, you just take those towers. And I'm like, but they'll kill me instantly. Turns out not true at all. The towers don't even affect you really. And you just run around in a circle and drop your bubble and throw down things. And when the enemy tries to get you, you move out and then they get in and you go back in and harass them. Murky's over, like everyone's like, Murky's the worst character. Murky single-handedly won that game. Like, <laughs> Murky's great. It's crazy is, what people it's think. Like, there's like one healer that is stronger than all the others, right? Like Rengar. Oh, right now, um, so, uh, Bright so the situation is, TV, that if someone picks that healer, the other team is now at a disadvantage. And there's one tank that is stronger than all the other tanks. So if someone picks Stitches, the other team is at a disadvantage. So that's, it's uh, like one well, of those situations is, is a, is where like you can shot, win the game in team in the team pick because there's not enough uh, variation yet in the game for like people but, to be like, all right, let's counter that with this. But Stitches is a trick shot. And then he also had, like he, there's a bunch of abilities that he has. If I'm Arthas, I can get up in his face and freeze him and do all sorts of crazy shit to him. And if you're an assassin, you can mess with him. I think I, I will agree that right now Brightwing is way overpowered. And I think has a bug where she like triple heals on accident. Like I'm not sure, but <laughs> like yeah, I would agree. Everyone, but it happens every patch. Some people, some of them get nerfed, and some of them get really overpowered. And you just have to yeah. sort of figure out what's what. Again, the Zagara build, it's clearly a bug, but that was insane. It's when you when you do a certain thing, and I'm not even gonna say what it is because I want to keep doing it. When you do a certain thing, <laughs> you break the game and you win instantly. And I'm just I'm just saying it's pretty great. So. There, I, I, you know, it's early. We'll see what happens down the line with the game when they add more characters. And no, Lily's not. Lily is more. She does more damage now. If you're playing Lily as a healer, you're doing it wrong. She's so good. She's so good. Also, Malfurion damage dealing. Malfurion so good. Oh my god, I'm losing my voice. Yes, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk a little <laughs> bit more about the games we've been playing this week. You're watching the Corruptional Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Video games are stupid, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the co-optional podcast, home of the unprofessional. Yes, very true. Dodger, speaking yes. of unprofessional, what anime mm -hmm. crap have you been playing this week? Uh, I've mostly been playing Splatoon, if I'm being honest. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I also, I played Cat Lateral Damage was released. Is it any good? It's like... It's fun, for sure. And they improved on a lot of stuff that was really jank ball in the demo. Okay. But um, I want there to be more to it. I want there to be more rooms, more stages, stuff like that. But really, they just kind of recycle the same places that you can go in and destroy stuff. There's like mm -hmm. two modes. Um, one mode is where you're timed and you have to see how many things you can knock over in the time limit. Um one of them is literally just see if you can knock over literally everything, which okay. I kind of really enjoyed because there's uh, there's like a power up system. So there are specifically things that uh, are associated with cats, like the litter box and the scratching post and stuff like that. And they sparkle. And if you scratch at them, then you get buffs like you can jump higher or you're faster or things like that. Mm -hmm. Um so it, it like, keeps the experience different, especially because there's also weird events that cycle. Um, mm -hmm. There's there's one event where there's just, like, a disco party that suddenly happens. Like, 
it's really strange, but then there's stuff that's more cat adjacent, like uh, a mouse is loose. It's like, catch the mouse in the time limit, or um, there's a red dot, you gotta catch it, and it's like a laser pointer, you know, stuff like that. So it's, it's really cute, it's really fun, and you can unlock lots of different cats. They don't have different stats, they just look different. So if you want to unlock a cat that looks like your cat, you totally can. Um, which was my goal, but it never, never happened. Depression. <laughs> Does so. definitely come across to me as a PewDiePie bait game, honestly. Like, it definitely seems like it was designed with YouTube in mind. Do you think I'm maybe going over the top of that? I, I don't necessarily feel that way. I just feel like it's very simple. It's a very simple, like, you're just a cat knocking stuff off tables. They you know, like. Because PewDiePie's a dog person. That's where they went oh, wrong. Shit. Oh shit! If it had been a pug knocking shit over, it would have been. That's not what pugs do, though. Pugs just snort a lot. Maybe pug snort simulator. <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> I'm just saying, cats are known for knocking shit off of tables. Pugs are not. What, Jesse? Give me your feels. Nothing. I I have nothing. I don't. I imagine Pug Snort Simulator is about three weeks away from release at this point. The minute you mentioned that, some guy was like, holy shit, she's right. <laughs> That's the well, thing. Well, you're aware there's a Pug Dating Simulator, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. I have yet to play it, but I do have that tab up. <laughs> Exciting. Truly thrilling. So you mm -hmm. play nothing else? Uh, I honestly I don't think so. I mostly played Splatoon. Fair enough. So... I'll play some stuff. Uh-huh. Go on. Play TV. I started by playing Hatred. Ugh. Oh, how was Everyone that? says that that was boring as shit. It is. Everyone was like it, it was dull. boring. It really yeah. is. Like, I expected far more What? You mean shocking... it wasn't worth all the hype and shock value? Mm-hmm. What? That, sh that surprises me so much. Indeed. Insanity, We're really, isn't by it? That than Perhaps by why you shouldn't listen to, you know, fucking... Angry, uh -huh, outrage yes. baiting game journalists about stuff that they haven't played yet. <laughs> it's it is really just a dull twin stick shooter. Like it's got a nice physics engine that like, you can blow holes in walls, buildings really get smashed to pieces, which is absolutely fantastic. But outside of that, it really is a it's a unnecessarily edgy, cringeworthy twin stick shooter. And the ending, I watched the ending on YouTube because I couldn't be bothered to finish the game because it was just, the respawn system is awful. When you die, if you don't have a respawn token, which you gain from side objectives, you have to restart the whole level, which is awful. And the game can kill you very quickly. Like, if you even touch a car that's moving, you die instantly. So that's not fun. And you can also die quite a bit to grenades. And there's basically no way to dodge them because they detonate upon contact. So that's fun. But the ending... I'll put the spoiler warning up because the ending is ridiculous. The ending is he forces, supposedly forces, an employee in a nuclear power plant to overload the reactors and blow up the nuclear power plant. And the That's... whole the whole scene is he starts off by saying, overload the power plant to this typical sort of ridiculous thing. It's like, no, I'll never do that. And then he's like, I'll, I'll be mean to you until you do. And he starts kind of scratching his face with a knife. I was like, okay, okay, I'll do it. It's like, what? Really? It took you that much? No, and more to the point, there's no way that one person could ever possibly overload an entire nuclear reactor. And it happens only anyway. It only takes one guy, man. Only one guy, apparently, to overload an entire nuclear reactor. 
and uh, the the antagonist or whatever gets gunned down by soldiers, but it's too late. The thing explodes, and that's the end of the game. It's like, I'm all right, it now. It is I'm really going to kill you unless you kill yourself. Exactly. Like I'm going to kill you unless I kill you. other people. Yeah. All right. That seems like a fair trade. Yeah. There's, <laughs> the, the, you know, and this is the whole thing about that game. It's a whole ridiculous thing about that game is that it's just absolutely completely off the wall and utterly unrealistic. And there's no way you can take it seriously. As soon as the guy opens his mouth, it's immediately a case of, yeah, this game's dumb. Like there's the suspension of disbelief is immediately gone. It's it's just silly. It's mm. if I played a level where you go up and you're you see a political rally. It's like I hate politics, but I hate the people that follow politicians even more. I'm gonna kill them. Basically, that's like the level of the dialogue. Yes, good. I love innocent anything, blood. It smells so enjoy. much sweeter. And the, oh yeah, someone pointed out, I'm just going to put the spoiler warning back on again, just in case you actually want to play this game. The password screen, there's a password to overload the reactor, and it's 666. Yes! <laughs> I shit ye not. Oh my god. So ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's dull, uh, and again, it's sold on... And I'm not even gonna. It's not. I'm not even gonna blame the devs. I mean, I think they played into the controversy, but they weren't the ones that really caused it. Because if everyone yeah. had just ignored the game and just said, "All right, cool, another violent video game, whatever," these guys are just trying to be edgy. This game would not have been number one on the Steam sales charts yesterday. But as a result of people freaking out over it, it was. So well done. Wow. Good job. Did it. Yeah. Congratulations. I like. I liked the art style. I thought. Yeah, the art style aesthetics was cool. good. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably make a Shame much better game next time. Everything else. Yeah, it's it. The Unreal Four engine looks really promising. I gotta say, like, it's got a great physics. The lighting effects are really cool. I love them. And there's some really nice fire effects and things like that going on with it. But outside of that, ugh, no, it's a it's a fairly generic twin stick. I think Chat brings up a very excellent point. Why is there a password to overload a reactor? Of course. Why is that a thing? And why is it only three digits? <laughs> what? Why does it require like because multiple that's a thing keys? that you would need to you know do at some point in the future, most likely. Overload a reactor, yes, of course. Totally, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Not the exact opposite, but in yes. fact, overload it. Of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With a so, those damn commies come. Perfect. We overload for reactors. Someone who wants to overload a reactor. Absolutely ideal. Uh -huh. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm an agent of chaos. Six. What password mm. shall I try? Oh. <laughs> of course. Ah, oh, got it. Got it. Yeah, but got you it. know, good for the dev team. They succeeded, you know, and they were they have been propelled to success by the muling of uh, supposed moral authority, and hopefully yeah. their next game will be better than this because this one wasn't very good. That simple. Uh, Hatred too. The the hatreding. Yes. He comes back as a With zombie. With the female lead now. Oh shit! It's oh. the girlfriend of the dude. Oh, they put some the achievements in that dude. game. The if mom. You... Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> if you kill two hundred women in that game, you get the misogynist achievement. If you kill two hundred men, you get the feminist achievement. I shit ye not. They're literally just taking the piss. Yeah. Wow. Did you uh, play any games no. that you actually enjoyed? Um, yes, I, I did, and they weren't that one. Uh, I've been playing a CCG on iOS called Earthcore, which is an interesting twist on CCG. It, it's nothing like Magic the Gathering or Hearthstone or anything like that. And let's be honest, a lot of CCGs are because they really just don't innovate that much. It's played on a six-square board, 
whereby you put down you put down elemental cards and it's very rock paper scissors so like fire beats earth earth beats water water beats fire and you you put a card down each turn and once the board is full everything resolves but each card also has a skill so like the vampire for instance if I use the vampire skill, I can change another card on my side into a vampire. And the vampire is a fire element. So if I put a card down, I'm like, shit, I'm going to lose this uh, fight because he put the opposing element down. I suddenly change it into a vampire and then suddenly I'm winning again. And each card has a risk value. And the risk value dictates how much damage you take if you lose the fight. So lower risk cards are generally less powerful. Or some of them even have like bad, bad things. Like the, the really low risk cards are kind of random. As soon as you draw them, they'll play themselves randomly onto the board. And the more powerful a card is, the more cool its ability is, the more risk the card actually has. So there's an interesting balance between playing cards with really powerful abilities, but also trying to minimize the amount of damage you take if you lose that column. And you probably will at least once, you know. It's because you you have to blindly put them down and each person puts one down. You can kind of predict what the other guy's got and there's some abilities that let you see and everything, but there's a good amount of strategy involved in it. It's pretty unique. It's got a single-player campaign, which is nice. It lets you earn a lot of free cards by playing that. So it's a pretty neat game. It's on iOS only, I believe. I think it's coming to Android later, but it's called Earthcore. Yeah, and if you uh, if you wish to play the game and you wish to give me free gold, you can <laughs> add me by uh, my name on that, which is The Real TV. You can put me in as a referrer and I get free stuff. You do as well. But yeah, I get loads of free stuff, so that's nice. I, I love when like a YouTuber's handle gets taken, and then they have to resort to like the real. It's just like, spiteful, it's isn't it? It's like real fuck TV, you, faker. Or it'll be like official TB. Yeah. Or like just something like that. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay. It's it's worth a shot. Worth a shot. Uh, what else? I played. I you must build a boat. And you must build a boat. You must build a boat. It's the sequel to 10 million, which was that real-time match three game where you ran through a dungeon and you progressively unlocked buildings in your castle. So what they did this time was you start off in a canoe and you must build a giant boat. And the way that you do that is by running dungeons for some reason. And you get like monsters come and live on your boat and you can like uh, enable them to get bonuses and sometimes you can bring them into battle as a special ability you get like a crafter on your boat who makes swords and all that shit and your boat gets gradually bigger as you fight through more dungeons but the gameplay is really really similar to 10 million and the problem with 10 million is that it's a real-time match three game with no penalty for not matching correctly so often the best way to play through a dungeon is literally just to spam and scroll as quickly yeah. as you can to get random matches. Exactly the same thing happens here. And I found that to be more effective as opposed to trying to find the matches myself because it's in real time. And the longer you wait, the further you go towards the edge of the screen. If you go off the screen, you lose the dungeon. So I, you just spam. It actually made my hand hurt a lot. I was just spamming like different directions just to randomly <laughs> get matches. And that's what um, I think the missus beat the entire game of 10 million just doing that. And it seems like you can do the same thing and you must build a boat. They, I think the best way they could have done it is to penalize you in some way for not matching correctly so that you didn't do that. But as it stands, they don't penalize you at all. You can't lose that game. You literally can win that game just by playing enough of it. And it's the same with this one as well. So, yeah, it's a little fancier. They put a few more extra features in it. But it honestly is just not... It's not very fun 
at least in my opinion right now, because they just didn't fix that core problem from the last one. And it gives you fucking RSI. <laughs> I, think, so. I mean, at least you had fun doing it. No, I didn't. Not really. Did you get? What'd you get? Carpal tunnel? You had fun doing it? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was great. I Sorry. loved it. It's just spam, 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 spam. Yeah. That, I can I can see where they're going with it. It's got some nice little improvements here and there. You know, they've uh, they put modifiers on the dungeons. Every time you go to a different stage of a dungeon, it rolls up a new modifier, which increases the risk level, but also the quality level of the dungeon, so you get better drops. But it's minor changes to the same formula as the last one, and it hasn't improved the one thing that I wanted them to improve, which is to stop that spamming. So I'm unconvinced so far by it. Not too keen. Played a bunch more Dirty Bomb as well. Ooh. That's actually, I think, an open beta today, if I recall correctly. Because it's been in closed beta up to this point, but I think they're, it's either today or tomorrow they're bringing it out in open beta. That game's pretty fun, honestly. If you're looking for a game that is all about team-based objective FPS, then I think Dirty Bomb is not a bad looker. If you're a fan of, say, games like Enemy Territory, you remember the old Wolfenstein game? It's kind of like that. I mean, it's by, it's by the same developer. It's got a lot going for it. It's got decent shooter mechanics. It's got a good selection of levels. The way the business model works is kind of interesting. You have different characters, and they have different weapons and abilities each. And you get a rotation of them, and you can buy them for in-game gold, or you can unlock them uh, for real money. And you can also get loadouts, which you get from cases. And these loadouts have different passive abilities and also different weapons. And the way that they do that is by making you open cases, which you either get as drops in the game or you can buy them with in-game gold. And you can also buy elite cases. But the elite cases don't really give you too much of an advantage because all of the tiers past silver are all cosmetic. So, like, if you get a cobalt tier loadout, it just gives you, like, fancy-looking gear. It's the same. It's otherwise the same kind of upgrade system. So, it seems reasonable. Uh, I think the business model's okay. The gunplay's pretty fun. The objective focus stuff is great. I absolutely love FPS, which have multiple stage objectives. So, on some of the levels, I think I showed a level ages ago at PAX where you first have to bomb a train car. To You open a gate. Along comes the train, smashes through the wall. You then have to blow up a blocker carriage. And then you have to take some bombs through to a, a different area on the level to finish the level out. And each level has multiple stage objectives, so you play either attack or defense. It's pretty fun. Difficult like to learn. Impossible to master. Yeah, some <laughs> uh, silly trailer. It. It's, it's, uh, it's really fun. It's good. Yeah. Um, it's, very, uh, it's, very, it's got a very CSGO yeah. business. Really, model. really stupid comment in chat. Looks like a bog-standard FPS arena shooter. One, it's not an arena shooter. That would be Quake. Two, it's not in any way bog-standard because most FPS don't do the multiple stage objective thing. Three, it's got a completely different character class system, completely different gunplay, and so on and so forth. So whatever, you know. But as usual, people... You just completely deconstructed everything that you just said. Well, because people really are good. dumb. Like, <laughs> I, I really don't like it when people watch one minute of gameplay and then they think they fucking know what the game is, having not even played it. Like, you Someone want to do that, go more like chivalry. That's, that's more accurate. It is actually more like chivalry than... Uh... Well, yeah. Issue. yeah, because I mean the the objective the objective based stuff is quite yeah. similar to where they did the objective mode in chivalry. Speaking of chivalry, I did actually play a lot of chivalry this week. Why? It was a free it was a free weekend. And I wanted to get back into it. They've uh, they added seven new maps. Uh, they got some new character customization. They're doing this cool thing where um, people who produce cool weapons and armor on the workshop, they'll actually bring that stuff into the game. 
Um, I think they get a percentage, but unconfirmed. Fair but enough. they do they do cite their name. Unconfirmed but, um, percentage. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. They, usually they got like loads of new maps on it where uh, you come in on boats and stuff now, and there's new objectives and stuff. It was cool. It was fun. Hmm. Fair enough. To be failed. Game's yeah, I failed. Failed, the I failed the failed polygon challenge. Yeah. <laughs> so fast i expected if it was gonna happen it would be an hour three man nope <laughs> i just can't do it can't hold myself back well, apparently you, you also did it just before the break yeah i didn't right. mention them by name though so i got away with it it was all right yeah it was just, <laughs> I like how I just... you consciously knew you'd done it but you oh, were absolutely. like uh, uh, no one noticed <laughs> absolutely i was willing to let him get away with just you know those guys those those dummies but uh-huh <laughs> Well, nope. I did not go back to Kingdom Hearts. I, I can't do it, Captain. It's just it's no, absolutely not. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, um, I told Jesse on the break, but uh, Infinite Crisis is uh, shutting down. That's going to be part of the news section, as it turns out, which we could probably just start now because there's plenty Damn, of news, I and I think we've pretty much I covered. Forgot there's like a you know every game we've played. <laughs> Yes. So it's we have a like, structure. There's a format yeah. of some sort. Stripping, we're Not like the Cylons. Fun. We have a plan. We don't know what it is. No one no. will know what it is. And when the show ends, you won't know what it is, but we have a plan. But it's like, TB has it. a plan. Problem is, sort I spend of, more time with you two than I do TB, and you guys don't have plans. So <laughs> I, I, I come in expect- I don't even know what's happening, like, tonight. Let alone three hours from now. But when this podcast ends? I don't even know. I don't even Wait. know. I could be <laughs> dead. We, we could be dead when this before this is over. I don't True. plan life. I live. I live it. That uh, would be it, incredible, though. Like, like horrifying. If we but all it died, it would be really incredible. If some, that would be like, incredible. If that would somehow something killed all of us during this podcast. How would that I'm be? I'm just saying it would be. No, it would no, be no, incredible. Be I, I beg to differ. Ghost. I think that would be yeah, a bad I, thing. I, Demon I, ghost. Incredible. I think something can be incredible and bad. No. It'd be the Crendor's Demon True. Ghost. Like, which one of you killed me and put me back on the podcast? <laughs> no! He kills us all. I could it, be Blender It resides guy. within an Ikea shelf. It's its special place. It's, it's, it'd be like, it would be like that um, really terrible movie that only takes place in yes. Skype where they would die. Yes. Hey, that was fine. I watched that movie. TV it was likes right. that movie. <laughs> I was all right. That movie was okay. It's definitely concept. not a... Yeah. It's, it's I just I don't understand the right why, they didn't just, why they didn't just shut the laptop. Because if they did that, uh, I never she got was going to kill them. That was the point. Oh, she's, yeah. she's killing everyone. I have to keep watching. Well, no, oh, because she literally said, any of you disconnect from this call, you die. So that's why they stayed on it. There was a, there was a good reason for it. And, th- and they proved it because at one point, some guy's like, F this. Yeah. And then the I'm next scene, he's got his hand in a blender. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he's he, still stayed on, he stayed on Skype. That's my point. No, no, she, he was well, no, he didn't. Back. That was the point. She had magical powers. She's a demon and brings him yeah, back. Yeah, she's a ghost. <laughs> yeah. You can't okay. run. She's sending faxes and stuff. Look, it's a, it's a really stupid movie, but it's very entertaining. It's also, an entertainingly yeah. stupid movie. It's, that's not a spoiler. That was actually in the fucking trailer. So, yeah, the, a man, uh, admittedly, yeah, that could count as a trailer. spoiler because the tra- I don't even watch movie trailers these days because I don't trust them not to give away the entire fucking plot. Literally the whole movie, yeah. yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Mad Max. Everything in the trailer was from the first 15 minutes. Nice. Shout out to that movie I for being amazing. I love that because totally. I hate trailer movies so hard. Mm-hmm. When we I saw everything the in the night. trailer. Oh, what was the one we watched, Dodger? 
Seventh Son. Oh my that god, movie oh, that was thing. fucking terrible. I was like, that hey, was an awful movie. The trailer looks amazing. Let's watch it. And every cool part of that film was in the trailer. It was so bad. It was like alarmingly it was... bad. That movie. You know, you know oh what the best god. part about that movie is? The best actor in it is not even in the movie. Like, it almost spoil anything. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The yeah. best yeah. actor in the movie isn't in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I watched Noah. That was a mistake. Oh dear. Oh, bet that was good. <sighs> that oh. movie makes no fucking sense. <laughs> like, no yeah, hey, you, you remember in the Bible now. where there were rock giants and they they fought with uh, with humanity? Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember oh, that yeah. bit. That's my favorite part. Uh, it's just ev- everything that, that the Noah character does makes no fucking logical sense, and it's all incredibly dumb. Like he makes a lot of assumptions, which result in a lot of bad things happening that could have very easily been avoided. That was a very silly move. Uh, d- don't get don't get me started on. We have this magical fucking mist that makes all the animals sleep for like five fucking months. Really, you do? That's how did you get and that? They don't exactly? die? Question mark. Yeah, they don't die. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Is that to all stop right. them it- eating each other? Well, yes, it's stop them eating each other. So it, they literally anesthetize all of the animals in the giant ark with this fucking incense burner. It basically, explains they it. Shake around. It explains everything. Yeah, of course it does. You just have to believe. Uh huh. You just have uh-huh. to have faith. By the way, if you want to see a movie that is amazing and will keep you on the edge of your seat and you will be so stressed out after it's over, uh, go watch Whiplash. Holy shit. I've been shit. told that's really, really good. That's a really good movie, yeah. That movie is so good. By the end of it, you're just like, what is happening? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's like a crazy, intense movie. And you yeah. will have a... Dodger and I had a conversation about it. You will have a feeling at the end of that movie that you'll be like, I don't know if I'd like what happened or not. Like, yeah. You will emotionally feel something. I was like, that's a fantastic film. It's really Go good Go watch movie. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's move on then. So <laughs> Anyway. Yes, uh, yeah. move away from the movies. All right, we'll start with Infinite Crisis. So Infinite Crisis is, of course, a Dota-style game made by Turbine. And it's closing down. It only just came out of beta, and it's going to close on August the 14th, meaning that it had been yep. out for a grand total of four months. And the post about this was... It was tiny. Like, it was... It was written on the website by Anonymous, like they didn't even want to put a name to it. After much deliberation, we regret to announce the official shutdown of Infinite Crisis. We will end development efforts today, like right now, and will close the service on August the 14th. Between now and August the 14th, the game will remain available to play completely free. If you have any questions, contact customer service. And customers, EA, cust- uh, sorry, Steam customer support will refund any customer who purchased either the starter pack or the elite pack. But I guess they're not going to refund anybody that just bought characters in-game. Uh, this was an extremely difficult decision to make. On behalf of the entire Infinite Crisis team, we thank you for your feedback, support, and joining together create one of the best communities in gaming. Uh, bye. That's basically it. Didn't that... they just release new char- like new character models yes. and stuff too? Like yes, last they did. week? Yeah. It's, 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 like a, it's just standard, we can't compete with the business model. We're hemorrhaging money, we're so we're going to cut our losses. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's... This, this game was announced on March the 25th, 2013. It went into beta, I think, last year. It came so out very, very... I think a couple of months ago, I think? And apparently now it's now shutting, shutting down. So that's... I mean, that's a disaster. There's no doubt about that. You know, they... Don't get me started on, of course, Dawngate, because that, that just makes me sad. We, we, all, yeah. we all love Dawngate. That closed down in beta, which was probably even worse than this. This game came out and then immediately died... Oh man! Yeah. I, I mean, the, I think the difference as well is that EA shut down Dawngate 
Yes. Whereas these guys probably just... Well, I don't know if Warner Brothers shut them down. Did they self-publish? Uh, no way. No, had to be a Warner no it was game. published by Warner Brothers Interactive. So, yeah. in other words, Warner oh, Brothers damn. shut this thing down. Yeah. Man, that's I'd... rough. Um, I'd be the same situation, then. I don't... Yeah. Just cut... Companies trying to get on the mobile bandwagon and then realizing it's too late and then just pulling the plug. Well, the problem with Infinite Crisis is the game was almost identical to League of Legends, except it had DC heroes in it. They made no effort whatsoever to innovate in that game. There was yeah. barely any difference. Yep. Damn. That sucks. I mean, I was upset. I'm not really so upset by seeing this go down because, again, it was very similar. But, I mean, seeing Dawngate go when it innovated so much sucked a lot. But it a seems to me... The, uh... Dawngate guys actually went over to Riot. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Might as well. I mean, at least that Riot game's not going to go down anytime soon. Uh, it's it's bollocks, though. I mean, it, I think that if you're enter, trying to enter this genre and you're not trying to innovate in a very severe way, you're just doomed to fail. I mean, we, mm. we talked a lot about Sins of a Dark Age, but if I head over to Steam Charts right now, and this, this is going to be sad, I can guarantee it, because we played that game and we had a decent fun time with it. It currently has 153 players. That's terrible. Now, it basically peaked when we did our coverage of it. We got it to 1,228, I think, when we did our stream of it. And then it just gradually dropped off again. And there's barely anybody playing it now. That game's not going to survive. It's that simple. What do, you think, what do you think the reason is for that with MOBAs? Because we've talked about the same sort of a thing with MMOs. And mm -hmm. the reason that we come up with the most often is, well, they have so many hours put into this game... Like, there's been so much development leave. that's happened and they don't want to leave. Yeah, but I with a MOBA, a like... But but with a MOBA, you're not, you're not like, contributing to a character that's, like, associated with you. But you're, you are, but you are contributing to a skill set, I would say. And so you're learning to that. play that MOBA. And, and by leaving it, you then have to learn to play another one. You start at the bottom. Yeah. And people hate that. Well, I like, think no that's why they make the them worst. so similar to each other. Because they want people to be immediately yeah. familiar. But that's really not the reason. Accessible, yeah. It's It's down to the fact that almost all of these games use persistent accounts. Whereby you are unlocking characters and you're paying money for things. So as a result, you never want to leave it because of the sunk cost fallacy. As you're right. saying right. to yourself, I've already sunk time and money into this game. So it would be a terrible job, a terrible idea to leave it. It'd be a waste. Yeah, right? it would be a waste. Exactly. Some yeah. cost fallacy. Also, it's like I only have time to learn one MOBA, and I'm yeah, because it the takes a long time to be proven good. business model that has money put into it that is successful that is never going to leave. Like that, people just take the safe option. Mm -hmm. Plus, it has to do with friends and who's playing, and just like in in uh, MMOs and things like that, you don't want to leave those if all your friends are playing it. And you have more fun if all your friends are playing it. So the community also matters as well. And so if there's not a community, then why go to a new one? Mm. I played Heroes of New Earth for four years just because all of my friends played it. Yeah. We all yeah. played it, didn't care about League of Legends. We just loved it. And then eventually it just vanished and we moved on. But it was because yeah. we only stayed for the because we were all buddies, you know? That's the same with WoW, isn't it? A lot of people cool. still play WoW because they're friends with their guild and they want to, you know, they, they keep each other playing very much. But I definitely yep. think there's a... The way that all the character development works in these games, the way that accounts, persistent accounts work, I mean that you are far less likely to leave a game that you've invested time and money into. I feel very sorry for the people that invested money into Infinite Crisis because all that shit is now gone. Yeah. Uh, didn't I don't know? Did Dawngate offer any refunds? I can't remember. Dawngate gave 
full refunds. Yeah. Whereas this game, they're giving refunds if you bought the starter packs, but they're not giving refunds for people that just bought the regular stuff in-game by the sounds of it. So it looks like you're shit out of luck yeah. in that respect. Mm. That sucks. That's yeah, really that bad. <laughs> There's not a lot you can do about it, really. Oh, well. Oh, well. R.I.P., motherfuckers. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, rip. Speaking of refunds... Probably the best news of today is that Steam has pulled what I would consider a 180 on its lackluster refund policy. Prior to this, getting a refund on Steam was very difficult. Usually mm -hmm. you get one, and then after that, it's like, nope, we're not giving you anything. However, the Steam refunds policy has now been updated. You can now apply automatically for a refund for any game within 14 days of purchase or within two hours of playtime. Yeah. So as soon as you start playing the game... If you play for t more than two hours, you're not eligible for a refund anymore. And there's obvious reasons for that. But if you play a game and say it doesn't work, you can, re you can get it refunded. They this also applies to some in-game purchases and DLC. DLC that's purchased on the Steam Store is refundable again within 14 days. And if the underlying title has been played for less than two hours since the DLC was purchased. So you can play the game. If you then buy the DLC and it ends up being a piece of shit... You can get a refund on it, but Steam will be unable to give refunds for some third-party DLC. For example, if the DLC irreversibly levels up a game character, the exceptions will be clearly marked as non-refundable. You can also get refunds on pre-purchased titles anytime prior to the release and also with the standard 14-day and 2-hour refund period. And you can get refunds on certain in-game purchases. I think all the Valve stuff, so anything like Dota, you can get it there within 48 hours of purchased as long as the item has not been consumed or transferred. And third-party devs will have the option to enable refunds for in-game items. And from what I've been told, this entire process is automatic. So there's no going through customer service. You just apply for the refund and the system calculates whether or not you should get it. There's also, of course, a rule on abuse. If you abuse the system, they reserve the right to ban you from it. And here's the okay. really interesting I was going to ask about this. Because... Yeah, yeah. yeah. The really interesting thing is they don't consider refunding titles that were purchased just prior to a sale to be abuse. So if you bought a game and it immediately goes on sale the day after, you can get it refunded and then rebuy the game at the better price. Huh. That's uh, generous, I think, actually. That's yeah. uh, incredibly surprising, actually. Really shocking. And I assume if you bought a game in a sale and then asked for a refund when it was off sale, you would get money back from the sale cost. Yes, you'd get the sale price. <laughs> that, that would be silly if not. Yeah, that yeah. would be a really silly way to game the system then. Yeah. Is it, is, it, do you, is it actually bank refunds or is it... You can get a bank refund. It goes into your Steam wallet initially, but if you bought through certain kinds of things, I think if you bought it through Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, and a few other things, you can get the actual money back. So it's not yeah, just store credit. Because previously their, their whole policy was just Steam wallet, wasn't it? So. Yeah. Mm. Now... Some people are speculating as to why this is because it's very similar to the European rules on internet purchases. And it's uh, even similar to the UK ones as well, where I think it's called the distance selling regulations, whereby you have to give a refund, no questions asked within a certain period. And we all know that Valve was being taken to court in the EU over this. So it seems like to me that Valve have been forced to do this. I mean, it's incredibly generous if not. And don't get me wrong, I think yeah. it's a wonderful change. It's absolutely phenomenal. And I think in the long term, it's going to be good for them because it instills consumer confidence and happy consumers buy more shit. It's that simple. Yeah. 
EU has got good consumer protection laws. It does. Really good. To the people yep. asking, how on earth could you abuse this? Well, I mean, <laughs> you could ask for a refund on every single game you buy. Yeah. That'll definitely count as abuse. Yeah, play a game for one hour, 59 minutes, and then refund everything. And 59 I mean, minutes, can, 59 seconds. You can use it as a free demo, really. I imagine that if you keep doing it, then you're going to get fucked. I mean, I don't think yeah. there's any doubt about that. I imagine if you ask for a refund, then buy the same game and then ask to refund it again. Because if you keep the save file and then try to keep, you know, I'm going to oh, start right. where I left oh, off. Oh, that's douchey. Like I imagine, yeah, yeah, I imagine could, that they won't let you do that. You could be a YouTuber doing game reviews. You can just review the first hour and a half of every game, then refund the game, then make I would the imagine video. some people will try that. For sure. Yeah, but, right, but I, I really cite do. Me. Cite me as your... Uh, <laughs> Genius. I thought of this. Overlord. When you get yeah. sued. The 30 minute munch. <laughs> yes. Tune in next time as we play 30 minutes of a game. Welcome that always to is. refund reviews. Plenty of people do that. I mean, <laughs> I started doing that a long time ago, but then I started playing more of the game later on. But my, when I first started doing WTF is, it was literally from the start of the game. So mm. there's actually plenty of people that do that format. I, it's also it's, it's abusable when games are short like if a short if yeah. a game is two hours or less you could play the game through and then to be it's fair though if you're making a game that's two hours long and has no replayability then that's kind of your own fault i mean i like, can think of a few like, games that i would have silent, liked to have refunded their two silent hours. hill pt demo right you could well, that was a free it. demo or well, I mean, or yeah, but... you could keep that forever and appreciate the fact that no one else will have it no one else that's will true. ever have it it's yeah. become well, slappy that, uh, bird again what was that Metal Gear Solid side game they did that was Ground Zeroes? The... Yeah. Well, you, I mean... the argument with that is it had tons of replayability. Like, it gives you a bunch of different quests. You could replay the same thing multiple times with different objectives. So, that's the argument It was there. so short that you might actually be able to finish it. Well, yeah, you can finish that game in two hours. I, I finished Ground Zeroes in about 45 minutes, I think, actually. Uh, if, you, if you know exactly what you're going to do, you can blitz the whole level and get out very quickly. But then they give you like a set of different objectives in the next playthrough, which aren't as easy. So it depends whether or not you want to replay the same area over and over again. Mm. But it's good. I mean, it's incredibly good. I, I, does anyone like have a complaint about this? I don't see why you would. No. No. Metal good. Gear. Great. It's a good change. Yeah, it's a great change. That's fun. It's been a few times in my life I've wanted to refund something that I bought on Steam. So. Oh, certainly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mistakes were made. Yeah, I'd, I'm just surprised. <laughs> Up to this point, we've kind of accepted the fact that Val's the Supreme Overlord and they own most of the market, and if they want to fuck you, they're going to fuck you. So but it's, it's really weird because they like did this whole like Steam Workshop change. That was terrible. Work. That was terrible, and it. then I did it, and then like completely swung to the other side of the pendulum and then did this so yeah it's it's still funny to me though that they were like we're just gonna make it all automated which is fine but <laughs> they've been harped on so much for having bad customer service and at this point they're just like look we don't trust our customer service people to actually do their job so we're just gonna make a robot do it <laughs> I'm like, okay. that's more the point they just don't want to hire enough people to deal with it because i mean there's so yeah. many users there's going to be so many refunds to process they already can't keep up with the demand yeah hmm. whatever Praise Gavin. great <laughs> no complaints really, really. i Is think that the two hours thing is fairly generous honestly it's reasonable. It gives you enough time to figure out whether or not the game will work. I mean, it's so important on PC. So, um, I, I got Massive Chalice 
and I was going to play that, the game lags for no reason. Like, it freezes up constantly, and I don't know why. What game is that? It's the new uh, Double Fine game. Oh. It's a game that looks like it. it's that Chalice Illusion. That uh, That's all I literally know. Is you know the Wait, thing the where it's like is it a chalice? The ch oh, okay. But it's, right. and that's the image that that's the image that's on uh, the page. It's got an no interesting enough art style. I mean, it's quite similar to Endless Legend in that respect. It seems like an okay game. The problem is that I I can't run it, and it's the only game that does this. I load it up, the game gradually slows down, and then the audio starts stuttering, and the mouse gets laggier and laggier, and it keeps doing this, and I don't know why. I can't figure it out. There's nothing on the forum about it. There were two people on Twitter that said they had the same problem, but it seems like a ridiculously rare problem. And there doesn't seem to be a fix for it. So, I mean, that's a situation where I, as a consumer, would probably want to get a refund because the game just doesn't work. And yeah. we don't yeah. know why. Hmm. Yes. Especially, especially with like so many early access titles that just come out on a regular basis, you know? as well you drop your money and then you realize that you're not happy with the finished product or the in that in unfinished product yeah you know? I, should, I should try and get a refund on massive chalice right now see what happens you should i actually don't Report know how back. you do it do you have to contact service for it i've got steam open right now hold up man where, where's that page i just want to know what the process it is seemed, for it. well you can't reach it just from right clicking the game found okay. that out <laughs> all right yeah i tried that it's like i wish never mind i have this bad habit where even if a game's shit if i don't like the game and it's shit i'll just get up and i'll walk away and typically leave it on for hours in the background <laughs> okay so i don't think i'm eligible on any game for this reason no absolutely not because you'll have clocked up far far too much i'm yep. just i'm just entering my special code right now so you have to log into the site and you have to go through the help section in mm. order to do it so i'm gonna do it right now and see like if i can get the refund in the time it takes for this podcast to go through so let's see help steam powered uh i need help uh, with massive steam chalice support. um gameplay or technical issue uh i'm just trying to find out where exactly you go to get the request a refund okay uh playtime five minutes i'd like to request a refund checking eligibility Refund to Steam Wallet or refund to Visa card, basically. Uh, reason I'm having gameplay or technical issues. Uh, game lags at random, unplayable. Okay, submit request. Uh, your refund request is now pending. We'll respond to you at your email address. Okay. Well, your refund request has been received, is what I've just got now. So they said we're reviewing it and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. So we'll see if that comes through before the end of the show. That'll be an interesting little test. But yeah, I mean, it's not too difficult. You just have to go to help.steam.com or whatever. And then, then you just like find the it's not working and then click the request a refund, which is the kind of right hand side of the screen. Oh, it's a strategy game. Yes. I was looking at this for so long, being like, I don't know, I don't understand what this the is. The whole idea is that you kind of you're supposed to breed bloodlines of heroes, and then like the hero dies, and the next generation comes along, and you're ah. supposed to like breed in heroic traits and oh, they inherit heirlooms and stuff. Stream. 
Yeah. It, it seems neat. I mean, it's got apparently XCOM style combat. I wanted I wanted to try it, but it's just it's not working. It's that simple and there's nothing on the forums to tell me why. I guess I'll email Double Fine support and see if they know. But one way or the other, I mean, if I if they can fix it, I'll just I'll just rebuy it. That's fine, but as it's because for some reason they never sent me code for that. They sent me code for every other game. I'm not sure why I didn't get it for that, but whatever. Yeah, we'll see. I can think of one reason now. What, because I just refunded the game live on stream for the 16,000 people? Uh, the 17,000. I mean, yeah. yeah. Someone, yeah in, someone in uh, chat posed a question. They said, what if you play the game in offline mode? It still so counts. The... still counts your Yeah, it still time. would register. It still counts when it sinks. Yeah, it yeah. logs it. And yeah. what's interesting is like people. Uh, someone wrecked, asked mate. a question in chat, which is interesting. Does that make you reconsider your stance on pre-orders in the slightest? The thing is, you could already refund pre-orders prior to release. The difference now being, you can refund a pre-order if you don't play the game. You can refund the pre-order f- up to fourteen days after the game came out. So you could pre-order it, wait for the reviews. If the reviews are shit, you can then refund it. And if it's not shit, you can claim it and still have whatever shitty pre-order bonus you got. Or you can play it for two hours, see if it actually works, and if it runs like ass, then you can refund it. I, I don't think it makes me change my stance, but it definitely makes it safer. I still think pre-orders are incredibly yeah, stupid, it, but it's it a lot safer to do taking it. advantage of people. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Certainly. I, I mean, I don't see a problem with that. I think it definitely That's makes bad. pre-ordering less risky. I still think that pre-order culture is ridiculous, and I don't think we should be encouraging it. Speaking right. of which, I really need to pre-order the Final Fantasy expansion. Uh... <laughs> to be fair, if you know for a fact you're going to play that damn thing because it's an expansion to a game that you're playing in like as an MMO, then why wouldn't you, I guess? Don't yeah. you get early access if you pre-ordered that as well? Like, there's a head yes. start. That's yeah. that's insidiously evil. <laughs> it's <laughs> It really is. It's a good way to sell millions of copies of an expansion for your MMO by saying, you get a head start on everybody else. I'm like, well, shit, I've got to do it now then, haven't I? It's, it's a very common thing for like uh, that kind of genre as mm. well. It's just like... You want to play a couple of days for everyone else? Just buy it early. Yeah. What if it, can you refund early access games? I mean, I guess you can. I don't think there's anything on the page that says that you can't. That could be a right pain in the ass for those uh, who are trying to sell early access. That's good. If it makes people mm. release stuff on early access that isn't a steaming pile of dog shit, then yeah. that's good. That sounds good to me. Yep, not a Especially single if they're, mention you know, of early watching, access. Watching a streamer play a game, they're like, this looks like fun, and it's really not fun. Yes. And then they're like, oh, okay. It was more fun <laughs> just watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Uh, you can't refund a gift purchase. No. Once you've gifted okay. it, you can't do shit with it. That's against that makes the rules. Sense. I mean, if you want to check out the policy, head to store.steampower.com slash steam underscore... Uh, try again. Underscore refunds. That's the what. understore. The un- uh, welcome to Ooh, understore. Welcome to the Ooh, understore. We have many things here. Yeah. <laughs> Trinkets and artifacts and ghouls and ghosts are plenty for wonderful prices. <laughs> Only a portion of your soul here at the <laughs> understore. I serve rat burgers at the understore. Gluten free. Bad rats at the understore. Ooh. Oh no. <laughs> Some bad rats Ooh. got into our understore. We'll sell them as delicious gluten-free superfood products. Forever. Just put a piece of, a slice of kale, a piece of kale on top of the rat burger, and everything will be wonderful. No refunds, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Jesse does a good troll, i got to admit. <laughs> yeah. Please stop that. It's really disturbing. 
Sorry. Are you cross-eyed? <laughs> <sighs> Lovely. Me? Yeah, I thought you went cross-eyed no, for a brief my, moment. No, my, my whole body hurts from doing that, but I feel, other than that, no, not cross-eyed. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Okay, so yeah, there was that. Uh, <laughs> we, are we gonna, no? are we gonna, are we gonna touch on, um, are we gonna touch on Fallout? Well, there's not much to touch on, really, is there? We, we know that they're gonna announce stuff tomorrow, basically. That's all yeah. we know. We know did Fallout 4 is coming. We know it's getting announced a, tomorrow. They did a stream earlier, right? Or was it just nothing? <laughs> nothing. There's nothing. nothing. It's The only thing is that they, uh, Eurogame is reporting that it's definitely going to be Fallout 4. I think it makes sense. I mean, the thing that they put out there is like, please stand by, which is the message from like uh, Fallout 1 and 2 and 3, I think. Yeah. I mean, so, we already knew yeah. it was going to be at E3. Really. Yeah, it was, it was going to happen. I, mean, I think we all knew about it. There's really not much to discuss because we don't know anything about it. Except that is everyone that, is I remember excited. Them saying, yeah, I remember them saying it's not going to be multiplayer. Fine by that's, me. I don't care. That's all I got. Not a big deal. But all, all I know is that Bethesda confirmed both Doom and Fallout. That's all we know. Well, yeah, I mean, we knew Doom 4 was going to be at E3. That was, I mean, that was already known. So that's, Did we know that? that's two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they showed a clip. They showed like yeah. a 10-second clip. Oh, they were like, hey, guess what, Doom? Here. And it oh, was just God, like it would be so it. fucking funny if the announcement tomorrow was Fallout 3 HD for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox Holy One. Shit, the funny. internet would oh. fucking oh burn them to the ground. hilarious. Please. Oh, my God, please. I would laugh. Wait. I mean, oh, my God. Wait. They announced Fallout 3 HD at the beginning of the conference. Everybody's like, oh. And then at the very end. <laughs> I don't know if it survived till the end of the presentation. The the audience would rush the stage at that point. Fallout 3 Mobile. Yes. Fallout 3 Mobile would be lovely. Just like, oh, yeah. It's a, and it's a Clash of Clans clone. Only you run Megaton. And you fight against other Megatons. with a, Oh, God. There we go. That would be perfect. Absolutely perfect. And Doom 4 is like an endless runner. It's yeah. just you swipe in different directions to dodge the imp's fireballs, and then you tap the nope. screen to attack. No, nope. <laughs> you can uh, buy BFG tokens. More bloody, but they change it so you just get gradually more sweaty. Oh my god! Mmm, mmm, <coughs> perfect. I uh, someone said the uh, I think it was yesterday. Someone said like, "What do what would you want in Fallout Four? Florida is what I would want. I would want Fallout Four, Florida." A proper like, ending is what I would want from Fallout 4, because Fallout 3's that. ending was terrible. Shots I want fired. Fallout 4, Fallout Florida, and it's just crazy. You don't know, and here's the twist ending. Here's the ending, TV. It's modern day. <laughs> it isn't the apocalypse. It's mo it's Florida. I like uh, Fallout London. I think that would work pretty well. Fallout London would be fun. Or well, Fallout London. Tokyo or something like that. What was that? Um, oh God, what was that like MMO that took place in the London Underground? Hellgate London. Really, uh, it was so bad. Yeah. Hellgate. Yeah. Yeah. That, that had so much potential. I was I on the hype train for it Hellgate. Did. Oh, it was a. Oh. And the sad would... thing is, with some improvements, that would have been a hell of a lot of a better game because it was a great idea at the time. I mean, it came up before Borderlands. It was like, hey, it's a it's a shooter looter. It's a first person looter, and there's demons, and you play these like Templar characters and shit. It's like, wow. 
Sounds amazing. And then it ended up oh, being those colossal. those words are in my interests. Yes. Let's it's do like, it. <laughs> it sounds great. And it ended up being a colossal pile of ass. Oh. Well, Fallout Australia, which is Mad Max. That's, Fallout. That's just Australia. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Fallout oh. Portland. <laughs> so basically, you you go into the ruins of a lesbian bookstore and just start yeah. looting it. Yep. You really loot good. Irradiated kale. Such good coffee beans. Eat for five HP. Yeah. Good microbreweries. <laughs> you just wonder. Yeah. Well, it's like a box of free trade coffee beans. Throw them in inventory. <laughs> Feminist literature. Like, trade it for bottle caps. Christmas tree farms. Yep. It's nothing. Be really good. Just nothing. <sighs> yes, I would play Fallout Portland, no doubt. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you, you can't do Fallout Moscow. Every time there's a post-apocalypse, it's in Moscow. Every time. Well, they have Metro, so they've pretty much already made that game. You know, they've got both Metro oh, games, which are it. fantastic, and oh, yeah, not to do, mention yeah. Stalker, which is also kind of around that area. You yeah, know, you can't do Moscow. Said, That's happened. Someone said Fallout Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> no, that already no, 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 that already no. exists. That's a, that's that's, that's just the quayside on a Friday night. That's yeah, Fallout that's Newcastle. A Friday night. Like, you get decked by mutants and, like, in tiny miniskirts. They say, oh, I'll spark you out like you fucking cunt. <laughs> if they could do like a Fallout in mainland Europe, that'd be kind of like interesting. And so Fallout Paris. would happen to, yeah, like Fallout France. Greece. Fall, just yeah. the entirety of France. Like, Fallout Italy. No, it's like, yeah, you just go to all Fallout the Venice. Places. Yeah. The water would be oh, so gross. Oh. Uh, trust me, I've been to Venice. It already is. I know. That's, it yeah, smells. It would just be like, take it up. Eight notches. You get to make a, You get to build your own gondola out of scrap metal. Perfect. Oh, oh Amsterdam's the last bastion of man. <laughs> oh, that'd be so cool. They're just high all the time. Mm. Just off oh. their face. Yeah. Frog. Just like, why even bother, man? Don't go out in the waste. They all speak English, apparently, as well. Don't go out yeah. in the way, and they're all hippies. Don't go out in the ways, man. Don't go out in the ways, man. And they're all heavily American. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's because Americans. It's just all the people there. who were there in different hostels. They just yeah. all came together and created a community. And they've all got like blonde dreads. Fallout Wales. <gasps> oh my yes, Fallout Amsterdam, and it's called the Last Hostel. Oh my God, perfect, done. We made a game. Easy. We did it. There it is. Yeah. Oh, Good job, everybody. I, if for what I want from that game, other than an interesting setting, is I need good writing. I mean, f the the questing and the writing in Fallout New Vegas was vastly superior what? to Fallout Three. It really was. I Fallout 3's writing was typical Bethesda bullshit. As usual, they created a pretty fun world to explore, but New Vegas was, for the most part, outside of the bugs, better in every way, in my opinion. So New Vegas, New Vegas. Yeah, Fallout New Vegas. Concept's great. Yeah, that's, that's one awesome. that you need to play. Like, that's fantastic. Well, you know it exists, right? No, I'm saying I said the con. The con that's a like it's a good just, concept. I, just check that's, it. That's yes. That's <laughs> why. It. That's why it was great. It's because it was. Okay. There's a lot to work with there, and yeah. that's my uh, my thing. I'm saying is the next one needs to be a good concept, not just you know, the apocalypse. There needs to be a concept piece like Fallout Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> Fallout Miami. Well, that's, I mean, that's kind of That's Fallout Florida. Yeah, yeah Florida, that's my original yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Fallout Florida's yeah. better because you got crocodile men and uh, oh, God. <laughs> the old oh, God. methods. Yeah. Fallout Miami actually just takes place in Miami, California. <laughs> just exactly the People same. People are like, this is not what I signed up for at all. <laughs> Fallout Disney. Perfect. Oh, my God. Uh, 
Well, they the funny thing about Disney. Fallout Disney is that the initial concept art for Epic Mickey was very much Fallout Disney. It was. There's yeah, some it was really, really creepy dark. stuff in there, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we played the game and it ended up not being that at all, which sucked. Fallout Disney, man, that has to happen. Mm, I would kill for no, that. No, it would be Fallout Six Flags. They'd be into it. Fallout Disney, yeah, they would be into Six do Flags that. lately. I mean, it's pretty much already no, there. No, yeah, no pun intended. A girl got her legs cut off. That happens pretty much weekly. A girl got her legs cut off. Yeah. The last one went to a six it's pretty brutal. <laughs> what, when you were there? Six Flags. Yes. My my I took my cousins to go to Six Flags and the Superman like drop ride. This girl a wire cut as it was coming down, swooped down, cut the girl's legs right off while we were in the park Holy they made everyone shit. leave. That I was like, Well, I'm never going back to this place ever again, ever. Hang on, yeah. a cable snapped and just like cut her legs off. Yeah, it was kind of like, uh, you know, in Die Hard with a Vengeance when that dude gets cut in half because the yeah. cable, just like that dude, oh my God. her legs came. Like, so by the time she landed at the bottom of the ride, she just had no gone. legs. Yes, they, they will. Like, I've Jesus never, I, I've never been so horrified of anything in my life. It was well, I mean, so, imagine so. I mean, that's that's got to be ranked up there in terrifying things to happen to you. I've heard. Yes. I mean, since I've been here, there's been two accounts where people have told me about people that have just Six fallen flags. out of a ride. Six, Six Flags, Flags is, is a like mess, man. a terrifying like, place. Does, yeah. It just does a loop, and the person just goes, "Pew." That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty sure, pretty sure I saw a video of that on fucking Live Lake. I'm like, well, that's enough internet for one day. Ugh. Let's take a break. Yes, yes, chat. That was the one in Kentucky that shortly closed after that. Absolutely. Yep. When we come back, we can talk a little bit about the XCOM 2 announcement and the trailer yeah. that's come out. Yeah. And we'll see what else we can dig up. You're watching the Co-Optional Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast for the final 45 minutes or so of the show. Strip's very yep. excited about this. I would very like to point excited. out, because everybody's going to think I was the one who was pooping. It wasn't me. Okay. Yeah, it was Jess. She was in there She was in there before me, though, so I don't know what happened in there. Probably putting on more makeup or whatever it is girls do. Totally, yep. That's uh, what I was doing. Girl, yeah. Girl things. Yeah, you know, things. Hashtag girl things. Just girl things. <laughs> well, hashtag double flush. <laughs> <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> what? Uh, some people want us to talk about the Dark Souls 3 thing, but I've got to point out that every website that's reported on it has only reported a single source. So while it is entirely possible... We should also bear in mind that recently there were rumors that uh, Silent Hill had been acquired by Microsoft, which was not in any way true because it only came from one source. We don't report things that only come from one source. I, I don't watch think the fucking newsroom. Come on. A, a Dark Souls 3, and if it is, it's going to suck. So. We'll, we'll see. I have no idea, but it's on, they only have one source confirmed on it, which as far as I'm concerned isn't a confirmation at all, so we're not bloody discussing it. That simple. Now, if it happens to be announced properly or if they acquire a second source, then we'll talk about it. But as it stands, no. What we will uh, talk about is XCOM 2, yeah. because that was announced. Oh, yeah. Mm, it was. Uh, it was initially teased as something called Project Advent or something along those lines. And Advent apparently refers to the soldiers, the kind of government forces in the game. And it seems like this time around, you happen to be a kind of guerrilla group of veterans and elite guys from the previous XCOM, but the entire world government has somehow been insidiously overtaken by the aliens, 
and you're now fighting against both the government and the alien incursion. But it seems like you might be doing it from a flying base, from what I can oh. tell. Like, the trailer showed this sort of helicarrier kind of thing. And it looks Avengers. like that... Yeah. Basically, you might be the Avengers, essentially, for all nice. intents and purposes. Which is kind of neat. That sounds cool, yeah. Ooh. Showed some screenshots. It looks... I mean, it looks fairly XCOM-like. They've added some melee weapons in there. There are apparently going to be five classes. They haven't announced the fifth class yet, but they've done quite a bit to customize and change the existing ones around so that's pretty cool the classes are now the specialist the grenadier the ranger and the sharpshooter there's going to be something involving that there's apparently going to be visual customization on soldiers the longer they stay alive which is neat you can interesting that's yeah. fun yeah, that's kind of neat. You can customize genders and nationalities whenever you want, which I thought you could actually do that in the original XCOM. Maybe I was mistaken. But if you want a like, specific team, you can do that. And it's like, oh, I want all my guys to be French women. You can do that. No problem at all. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Also, Ter terrible military team. Yeah. Big change. You can... Uh, sometimes the enemy will be able to... Instead of just scampering away like the original game, sometimes you'll be able to surprise the enemy and shoot them first before they do that, which is nice because I think that'll that'll make the battles take a little bit less time. It was always annoying when every time you you'd always push forward. It's almost like pulling mobs in a dungeon. You had to push forward slowly because oh, I triggered yep. an alien pack. Now it's gonna run away and take cover, and of course you don't want to be out in the open and you can't respond to that pack because they'll have immediately taken cover, so you can't fucking hit them, which I think was kind of annoying. And it forced a very kind of Overwatch-heavy playstyle, so hopefully they change that. Maps are now procedurally generated as well, which means you won't be playing the same maps over and over and over again, which is pretty killer. Can we also? Can I jump in really quick as reading through stuff? The mobile base is in fact just called the Avenger, which is is it? Yes, that's nice. Really, that's, that's really amusing. funny. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's actually quite funny. Yeah. Looks like you will also be able to loot stuff into a backpack of some description, so there's going to be like more item management, whereas previously it was a case of, oh, you have a weapon and a side item. So there's actually going to be some sort of inventory management. New enemy types and all sorts of things like that, and they're going to have full-on mod support for it, which is really cool. And the game is PC exclusive, at least for the time being. So they're going to, it's going to be coming out first on PC, which makes sense. So hopefully what that means is we'll have a game that's designed for... PC instead of being designed in a way that's kind of console friendly and ends up being a pain in the ass to control. So that's What's their stance so on shooting through walls. Uh, I hope they fixed it because there was a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like probably just... my least favorite part of the original XCOM. Oh, where the uh, the line of sight was so inconsistent. It's like, hey, the, this guy shot me through three walls, and the thing just yeah, passed and I'm through. like. Yes. What was that? What was that shit? I planned this perfectly, and you're mm. shooting me through a goddamn wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the that was the worst part of it. The line of sight was so inconsistent in that game that that could actually happen. It was infuriating. So I do hope that they make the line of sight make more sense and give you better visual feedback. That would be good. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, especially when you can't undo your movements. So it's like, oh, shit, I actually thought I could hit him from there, but as it turns out, I can't. So, you know, as long as they make that more obvious, that would be great. But I'm looking forward to it. I played, like, how much did I play the original? Uh, 105 hours. So, mm. yeah. Mm. that I've never played XCOM. It's great. It's fantastic. 
I don't know if it'd be your game, Sam. I'm gonna be real yeah. honest. Why not? Yeah. Break it down, man. Um, I think you like being more like. I th I think you're a guy who likes to be in it, and this is more of an like you're above it kind of a game. Like mm. I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't you're say you're not a strategical kind of guy, but you like the in it. Like I want my strategy is I'm actively involved. Rather than like I'm slowly moving my men across the board. Like I don't know that that'd be a you thing. Yeah, it requires a level of patience I'm not sure you have. No. It's like that's playing single player games. I can't do it. I like it. I like it a lot. I can't do it. I hope there's more base customization. I love the idea of aliens actually attacking your base. It was a part of the storyline in Enemy Within that you could have a base battle, but in the original XCOM games, your base could actually be attacked and you had to like repair it and build defenses and shit. That was really fun. So hopefully they also don't force you into that artificial choice bullshit where it's like, oh, you can, you've only got one plane, so you can only be in one place at once. Like, what? I can build 16 interceptors, but I can only build one transport aircraft? What the fuck's up with that? I've got 16 guys. I could be in all three of these cities. Nope, I can only go to one. <laughs> it's like, which, it would just be too much effort to do anything else. Come on. Let's uh, let's hopefully see that. We need you fixed. focused, TV. We need you focused on one thing at a of time. Of course, you are the commander, and you can only focus on one thing at a time. Let the other fuckers in in like Zimbabwe die. You know, it's fine. You could pick this other one. It it became an annoying management thing where it's like, well, I guess I don't need the bonus from this area too much. It was it was artificial and contrived, and all of the other previous games didn't do that. So I'm hoping and that contrived. they get contrived. Someone said. Stripping, you won't like it. It's not early access. <laughs> <laughs> nice! I like it. I like it. It's good. It's good. Accurate? Mm, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. What about that? Is there mm. anything else in the news this week? It's actually been a news-heavy week, but we hadn't played a lot of video games, so it kind of ruined the whole thing by spending half the show talking about news. How dare we focus on video games? Yeah. I mean, they're all stupid, of course. Uh, let's see. There's a there's a new trailer for Dragon Quest Heroes <laughs> out. I you know I don't like the Dynasty Warriors games, but I think maybe I like Dragon Quest enough to I, play this. I cannot confirm or deny that I've played it, but I will simply say that it is not it is the least Dragon or uh, the least Dynasty Warriors Dynasty Warriors game I've ever played. Sounds good huh. to me. You'll I'm love. It. You'll that, love. Mm. You'll love it. It actually plays like an RPG. Great. Like, that sounds yeah. awesome. You have to switch between characters and like use spells and stuff. Oh, yeah. King Slime is in it. Yay. Uh, one of the only JRPGs that I ever beat was Dragon Quest VIII. And I played that for 120 hours. I also like beat all of the monster arena stuff. I collected all the rare monsters and made the big monster teams. And that game sucked me in really well. It had such a great story. The voice acting was so good. The music and the open world was so fun to run around. They're releasing it on 3DS. They actually announced it, I think, a couple of days ago. There'll be a 3DS version of Dragon Quest VIII. That might be an excuse to play it again. There's going to be bonus characters as well. Dragon Quest is awesome. It's lovely. It's a great game. I absolutely love that. So, I mean, uh, Dragon Quest Heroes, which obviously really isn't kind of a JRPG, still looks really, really fun, though. So, here's hoping it ends up being good. I'm all for that. Word. Indeed. Uh, what else? Anything else that's been going on? I uh, don't think so. Well, that really might be about it. We might have a slightly shorter show this week. 
Right, Gamefly <laughs> is launching its own Netflix for games style streaming service, so that's going to be kind of competing with PlayStation oh. Now and things like that. You'll be able to subscribe between seven to ten dollars a month, but it's exclusive to Amazon Fire TV. So if you don't have an Amazon Fire TV, you can't use it. What? Okay, good. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. There are only 40 games on the service, and you can't get a single price access to everything. You have to kind of subscribe to a bundle. So what? you rent a bundle for like $7 per month. It's like as a Lego bundle or a speed bundle. What? Uh, that is really stupid. Yeah. That's a dumb idea. Who came up with that? <laughs> yeah, the best the best thing you can do if you want access to as many as possible is there's a bundle which has 16 of the 40 games in it called the Gamer Pack, but you can't subscribe to the whole fucking thing. That's what? incredibly silly. Wow. I'm not not a fan of that. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not a big into cloud gaming at the best of times, but this looks like an even worse service than something like PlayStation Now, which at least lets you rent individual stuff and gives you access to everything and like it's like, hey, you can get a subscription and get like pretty much everything there, but uh, I don't like it. Yeah. Plus Amazon Fire TV, really? You're gonna restrict it to that platform? That's hyper specific. Amazon must have paid a lot of money to make that happen. Oh, I have no doubt. Yeah. So Amazon sells a controller. I actually have an Amazon Fire TV. I never use it, but I've got one of these things, and you get it. You can get a game controller for it, and they re- they have their own game studio now. So they released like one game for it, and there's a few games that and that are Android that you can play on it. But outside of that, it's a useless gaming platform. It's absolutely worthless. Would never use it for that. Like you are better off connecting your phone to your television because you get more choice. So yeah. cloud gaming yeah i'm wondering how long it's going to take for cloud gaming to work properly no idea i i try companies are going to keep trying to do it right like we haven't hit a wall where they're like maybe this just won't work but i'm wondering how long it's going to take i tried nvidia's grid on the shield sometimes it's okay sometimes it's unreliable as fuck like i I would not use it as any... The thing is, like, if they want to turn it into a primary gaming platform, it's going to be reliable pretty much all the time, and it never fucking is. Right. It really is not. So it's potluck as to whether or not the game you're streaming will actually work properly. And in the case of the last time I tried Grid, it just didn't work. Like, it was very, very laggy. So, no. That's not for me. How's that refund coming, TB? Still not through yet. Oh. No sign of it yet. Sam, are you being snarky? Garbage. No. no, I was just wondering if you got refunded yet. Samuel, are you being snarky? Are you being a snarky you, Brit? You don't know anything about Brits. You think you do. <laughs> you think you do. But you don't. All right. All right. It's all a big mystery, really. Sure. I, you nailed me. Wink. Yep. <laughs> nailed me. Uh, apparently, they just updated Steam in the last few minutes to make refunds easier to get like it's part of the interface now so you don't have to go to the website so there you go literal oh. update in the middle of the actual show itself so there you go ah. even better even so you better. messed up you should have waited that tb bump it's that tb bump he did it and suddenly it sure. changed yeah i doubt that uh let's see then help support I'm, well you gotta well, update you... your steam i'm just gonna update mine now i'm not sure uh, what they changed about it but I think I think it updated when I opened it before. Maybe. Steam features. Steam workshop. No. Yeah. What's what's None the? 
I'm not sure what the best way to do it, though. I mean, I guess you'd still have to go through, like, community... Just go through... Even if you go through the help section, you still have to go to Steam support, I think. Put your ass on my head. So... <laughs> what? What? Oh, cat. it's the cat. Okay. Oh. Uh, but you like, all right. What problem are you having? Uh, it's this. It's, it's the not same. what I expected. Yeah. Well, you can. I'd like well, to request a refund. That. Okay. Yeah. Super easy. You go help Steam yeah. support, and then it gives you your recent products at the top, or you can look at all of your products, <laughs> and then yeah. you can be like, "It's what be I like, did What's earlier. wrong? Yeah. I guess. I guess the update must have already been in place when I did it earlier. So whatever. That's really about it, isn't it? I don't have anything else to talk about. I don't know about the rest of you. Yeah, you want to do releases? Yeah, why not? Let's wrap it, wrap it up a little bit early today. Why not? Yeah, I can go play uh, Ark. And I, I will not do that. JK, yeah, I have a lot of work to I'll do. I'll go actually. stream some Heroes. Yay. Because you know Heroes is really popular as a streaming game. That's, it doesn't matter. Wait. That's me. Well, apparently, it's so much me. apparently it's Krendor because he beat you to the award. He did. How the fuck He's you the pulled best. that off? I don't yes. know. Well, because <laughs> they left me off the bastard. list. That's why. That's why, Blizzard. <laughs> okay. June 2nd, a.k.a. today. A.k.a. Tuesday. It does. Lord of Magna Made in Heaven for 3DS and 3DS eStore. Okay. It's coming out. What? Wait, Lord what? of Magna Made in Heaven. Heaven. Yes, it's not oh. made Anime bullshit? It's anime, anime bullshit. bullshit. I yeah. Wait, what? What? What day do you see this? What? Uh, yeah, it's kind of a because anime parim thing. Apparently, you have to go down to June second uh, because for it. some reason June fourth is above June second. It's very strange. Yeah, common two, sense. There are two June fourths. Holy shit! Top yeah. down uh, strategy uh, RPG. Basically, two June fourths. Uh, the Escapists for PS4. I hate mm -hmm. that game. I know you do. It's game about prison break. Is it finished now? Yeah, really? I think it is. I think it came out. It came out a couple of months back, didn't it, on PC? Yeah, I remember streaming it when it was still in early access. Yeah. The weird thing there's actually also a game called The Escapist, which is extremely <laughs> confusing. Like they both exist. Whoops. Yeah. Which one's which? Is this uh, is the prison The Escapist one, right? is the Escapists bad one that has mostly S. negative reviews, whereas The Escapists uh. is apparently much better, and is completely different. Yeah, that's the prison. Uh, yes. All right, June 3rd, a.k.a. tomorrow, Rescue 2 Everyday Heroes for PC. Yeah, um, this is a firefighting game, I believe. You deploy various firefighting vehicles and things to fight fires and rescue people. That's ah, you one. become an everyday hero, as of it course. Yes. <laughs> I see. It's the second part of this exciting series. <laughs> Uh, next one is the Enchanted Cave Two for PC. One assumes there's a cave involved. And I assume be... there's a cave. Yeah. It is a rogue light. It actually looks like it might be a rogue like, a proper one, uh, maybe. Hmm. But yeah, it's kind of top down rogue like, rogue light esque dungeon crawler. Cool. Color Assembler for PC. My favorite game. You literally assemble colors and <laughs> shapes. Yeah. And puzzles. My, it's a color mixing game. puzzle game, basically. As a colorblind man, I love nothing more than to play Color Assembler. Of course, <laughs> I'm sure you do really well at it. Uh, Galaxy Union for PC. Uh, Galaxy, Galaxy Union. Union. 
Galaxy Union. It's on Desura already. What the hell? A lot of this stuff is. Galaxy Union. It's not expensive. Uh, Economic-based 4X strategy game, basically, set in space. There's been quite a few of those lately. The UI looks... Ugh, kind of old, I gotta say. Delicious. Like it, it is not, It's not a pretty game. Not a pretty game. <laughs> um, Alright, a lot of stuff came out on June 4th. So much stuff, in fact, that there are two separate lists on oh, here okay. for whatever reason. Right. Uh, Duck Game for PC. Yes. That's that uh, Adult Swim game, yeah? I believe you are right. Yeah, it's being published by Adult Swim. It Duck is... Game is great. I don't care what anyone says. It is... They have a button dedicated just to quacking to talk your puggles. <laughs> Wap, 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 wap. It's amazing. It's I'm, really I'm looking at this game and I'm kind of trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with it. It's <laughs> it's like a 2D arena combat game where you're playing ducks trying to murder each other with various weapons. Yeah. Yes, and it's really silly and really fun. I love it. I oh, love it has it online play as well. Cool. Uh, yeah, I should give this a shot. I actually have code for this, so I should probably look at it. <laughs> Looks kind of. It has uh, so many hats. One so. button dedicated to quacking. Wap, wap, wap. Cool. Looks looks pretty cool. Next up is Vector Wars for PC. Vector, Vector with a K. Uh, if I recall correctly, this is a sort of first-person battle zone esque thing uh, with the sort of wireframe graphics. Yes, yeah, wireframe. Yeah, Max. it's inspired by Battlezone Berserk and Robotron, rendered in eighties oh. vector vision. Yeah, so it's a first-person combat game. Good. Ooh. Next up is Star Hammer, the Vanguard Prophecy for PC. It's a fucking awesome name for a game. I don't know if it's yeah. any good. A hell of a name. Take oh, command damn, of Naval cool. Drake Group 7 and lead your fleet to victory in a full 3D space tactical combat game. Okay. That sounds and looks really, really it good, actually. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Oh, what's, that, what's that game, the old game that used to be exactly like this? Uh, <laughs> it was on PC. Homeworld? Yes. Okay, it's nothing like that. I'm what? What? I don't think. It's not? I think, I think it's... Is it turn-based? I'm not sure if it is. Uh, tactical combat is... Yeah, you give your commands and then watch the results in pausable <coughs> real-time. So it's a, basically a turn-based uh, kind of game. I see. It's uh, like Championship Manager-ish. Uh, it looks really neat, actually. I really should try this out. People. Yeah, I think this, this one looks right up my alley. Uh, Tile Rider for PC. I have a feeling this one won't be right up my alley. Uh, what is it? It's not, you know, Tile Rider. Tile Rider. So you play a game where you control a small car, which is equipped with a weapon and a magnet gadget. Navigate each level of the virtual world from start to finish, solving puzzles and outsmarting enemies. Yep, you are a Good. tiny car thing. And there are puzzles. Good, yes. Yep, I definitely will not like that. <laughs> Uh, Ark Survival Evolved, which yes. we've already discussed yep, at the length late, for PC. The flavor of the month survival game. Uh, Riddled that actually comes out today, PC. not on June 4th. Oh, is it out today? Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it was supposed to be live on Steam 15 minutes ago. Or so. Well, it ain't. Oh, there it is. Aye. Uh, Riddled Corpses for PC. It is an arcade shooter of sorts. It actually, it actually looks kind of cute. It does. Yeah. Uh, little TV people killing kind of zombies. Kind little anime-esque, yeah. Murdering people, sort of 16-bit graphic style. Looks all right. Huh. Oh my god, that trailer was quite loud. Soccer Rage for PC. I'm looking this... at this right now. It, I don't. It looks so terrible. It might be awesome. 
it could be great. Like, it looks like it's a mixture of supposedly a fighting game and a sports game. It kind of looks a bit like, um, oh god, what's the name of it? Speedball. I, I, I'll, I'll give this a try. Like, if it's anything like Speedball, I love sort of futuristic combat sports games, which I know is kind of a bit specific, but things like Speedball Two Brutal Deluxe are amazing. I'm confused because it looks like so far all of these ones on this second June 4th list actually came out today. <laughs> I so, would imagine that the list is wrong then. So it there we go. June, it all might be extension these, of June 2nd. Yeah, these are coming out today, even though it lied. So enjoy. Voyage to Farland also comes out betray today. The rebellion. For PC. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that because I was making witty Star Wars quips. Voyage to Farland. Farland, really? They couldn't. Far they couldn't do any land. better than that. It's like, oh, it's over there. What do we call it? Uh, Farland, I guess. Farland. Oh, inspired by cult Japanese classic mystery dungeon games. Good. All right then. Do they? Do they provide an example? It's a. T it's a turn-based roguelike. Another one. Next. Next up is Gunslugs for PC. If I recall correctly, is it, this is Gunslugs 2, is it? Just says Gunslugs. Okay. So I don't know. Wait a minute. Oh, uh, this, yeah, this says Gunslugs 2. Did they Gun go Slugs backwards? 2. No, well, Gun, if you go to their website, yeah, Gunslugs Gun 2, Slugs 2 is already out. Yeah, Gunslugs 2 came, came out, out January. on January the 14th. Literally, they're releasing the previous game in the series after the sequel. Mm, I'm not sure. kidding. Sure. Maybe it wasn't on Steam. It wasn't. Yeah, so you can play the previous one now. For some reason, and it is a retro platformer with guns. Yay! On June fifth, we've got Silvio for PC. Silvio, how do you spell that? S Y L V I O. Oh. Action adventure shooter puzzle horror, actually indie first person horror adventure. Going to this. Perfect. This one is actually out on June the fifth because fuck you. <laughs> a wimp who stole my pants for PC. What? <laughs> who stole my pants? That's a good question. You know, it's a valid question. Let the guy ask it's, it. It's a 2D platformer. I did it. Uh, turmoil for PC. Turmoil. This is an early access game. It is set in 1899. It's about drilling for oil. So you see, turmoil. Interesting. Yeah. Ah. 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 Stop. Mm. Ah, looks all right. Looks kind of neat. I'm not exactly sure how bloody well works, but yeah, you search for oil, and then you build an oil rig, create a pipe network to bring the oil up, store it in silos, buy upgrades to get oil faster, and deal with rivals. That joke was so good that you stole the oxygen to my brain and forced me to do a deep yawn. Ah, that's how it was. Okay. Ah! <laughs> oh. um, tap oh. Heroes for PC. Tap Heroes. Tap Heroes. I hope it's about tap dancing, please. Oh my god. Welcome to what the a first puppet show RPG. Participate in battling a ton of foes, buy new upgrades, cast magic, and recruit new heroes. Or just sit back and enjoy the show as your heroes fight on their own and do other things. All right. Tap dancing at all. Dang it. There doesn't appear to be any tap dancing whatsoever. No! The graphics are going to be. It's a game you don't play. Yeah, it literally does seem like a game you don't play. It seems like 
Clicker Heroes, which was, you know, also a game you don't play. I think. Uh, I don't know if you and... actually do anything in this game. <laughs> it's Not just, a clue. It exists, though. It so. does. Mm-hmm. It's a screensaver. Um, and last up, until next Tuesday, we've got D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die. Yeah, I'm so in. I'm so in. It's a, I'm, a million a very strange in. game. It looks like the bastard child of Fahrenheit, and I want it so badly, you have no <laughs> clue. It's been out on Xbox One for a while, and they've yeah. now ported it to PC. It was an episodic game. It it does it does look very much like Fahrenheit actually, and it's also probably about as weird. If I, it's yes. a sweary game, didn't sweary make Deadly Premonition? If I recall correctly, I am I know. am I right with that? I, I hear be. it is super bonkers, like in all the insane ways. So I'm in. I'm in. Uh, actually, I don't I think it. it did. I must have been thinking of somebody else. Uh, interesting. All right. Well, there you go. Video yeah, games. Yeah, it looks like uh, Cry's played it on uh, on the YouTube's. Months ago, it looks like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he probably played the Xbox. Xbox for a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah it has up. been out for a while. It's just a, we're getting on PC now, which is kind of neat. It's crazy. Yeah, it's another I reason not to wild. own a console. As if we needed any more. <laughs> I think that's about it, frankly. Don't, is there anything else, really? Nope. Nope, pretty much not. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Uh, we should, of course, let you know the Tokyo Hosto came out today as well. Of course. <laughs> if you wish to play a male host hitting on women and cleaning the oh, toilets shit. after drinking copious Maybe amounts of alcohol, you can Yo, buy that for $5 off? on Steam right now. Tokyo Hosto? Yep, Tokyo Hosto. Oh, Baller Industries. Shut up, Baller, Baller Industries. Industries. God damn it. Love it. Good. Alright, this looks amazing. It does look great. Oh, and by great, I mean the worst thing I've ever seen. It's like Dodgers have <laughs> saved up 10 episodes of it, yep. I can guarantee it. All right. You're looking lovely in the moonlight, Sakura. Oh, Shut for up. Sake. <laughs> can I pour you some more sake? Sake. It's pronounced sake. It's sake. No. Canapes, Tokyo fizzy Hosto. water. Canapes and fizzy water. <laughs> uh, sake is uh, of course stupid. Anyway, that's pretty much just done for the show. Thank you very much for watching. Let's plug our stuff and demand that you watch us. Strip. Begin. Oh. Uh, hi. Strip. Guys. Everybody. No, don't do that. <laughs> All that's right. A, uh, Premium content if you subscribe. <laughs> that's for the subscribers after the show. There you go. Subscribers oh, only after the show. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my name's Strippin'. YouTube.com forward slash stripping. Uh, I do gameplay stuff, uh, vlogs, musings, other stuff. I got a pretty cool series up at the moment where I try my hand at professional poker. Uh, that, How well that is that went. going for you? Uh, I did all right. I did I did better than I thought I would. Okay. I did a lot better than I thought I would. I was in a, a tournament with like 600 professional players. And uh, I was like, I think top, top, top 10%. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, no spoilers, but I did pretty also, good. Also, he abuses dinosaurs. Oh. Remember that. Yeah. Yes, he does. And uh, twitch.tv for Seth Strippin, where I'm going to be abusing dinosaurs probably for the rest of the day. <laughs> so feel free to come over and check me out. And uh, thanks for having me on the show. Jesse, what's going on this week? 
Hey, more of the huge. Just, you know, all the things. If you want to see more Witcher, thank you guys. So many people want to watch that. It's mind-boggling. So Maybe it's because you're like not spending time running around collecting elf fruit. False. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I definitely am collecting everything, but it's because everything in the world actually has a point. Unlike Dragon Age, where you run into, like, random shit and it's just random shit. In Witcher, it's all connected and, like, gives you more stories. So mm. it's like you're doing quests while you're doing nothing. So it's a-okay. Uh, and then, you know, that YouTube.com slash Jesse Cox. And then uh, Twitter slash Jess Cox. Go there and let's get 200,000 this week. Okay, thanks. And then... Um, Dodger's ahead uh, of you. Oh, she'll always be ahead of me. <laughs> she wasn't once. Yeah, well, then she started dating you. I'm not going to go into my theory of why she got ahead of me. <laughs> but the minute she started dating you, the minute she blew up. I'm just saying. Oh, debt. I'm just saying. Wait, uh, why, didn't, and then, why, why didn't I blow up then? I got nothing out of it. That's because she's, that's cause she's yeah, the attractive one. That's because she's more interesting than you are. Yeah. This is bullshit. Just, yeah, you molest really... dinosaurs. No You're one just wants not to very entertaining. Maybe I'm going to run away with the dinosaurs. With the dinosaurs. They still have more yeah. Twitter followers than the dinosaurs. How about that? Nope, I disagree. Dinosaurs, Dinosaurs will always have more Twitter followers. <laughs> I see through your scheme. Try to throw something like. Immediately after this, I'm gonna stream some heroes. So, there. All right, Dodger, what's going on with the channel this week? Hi guys. Uh, more butt touching games, visual novels, Majimmy Jam. Also, gaming news That's went up this last Sunday. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'll just. So I'll just if take any of that sounds like. Your bag. Press hard to continue. That's where to find me on YouTube. Also, twitch.tv slash dexterity bonus. We have Manga Pod tonight at 7.30 Pacific time. Pacific day, day. What does the D stand for? Oh, my God. I've never tried to say Pacific that before. Pacific daytime and Pacific standard time. And it's based off of daylight time. Uh, yeah, daylight, daylight savings. savings. No, I know you it's based on up. daylight savings. I just didn't I didn't know what the D standed for. The D. Day. You don't know Did, what the D's for? Now I know it stands. Now I know it stands dar, for dar, dar. look. Anyway, <laughs> uh, prom, yeah. Not me prom. If you wanna hear four weebs talk about manga, <laughs> come hang out. Stop ruining this for me. Come hang out and and watch Manga Pod. It'll be awesome. Also, on all the social medias, I'm at Dexbonus D E X B O N U S. Thanks so much. Cool. Find me at youtube.com slash cynical grit as per usual. Stuff coming out this week. More WTF is a return of 15 minutes of game, most likely. Because I can't think of anything better to do with my time. There'll probably be some content patch just rehashing all the stuff that I just said for tomorrow, <laughs> which will be ideal. It's like, yeah, let's turn it into a different show that comes out a little bit earlier. <laughs> That's... Never mind. The well, now we know where she keeps the D. All yeah. right, fair got, enough. I've, I know got the the D is. I've got lots of the D. Okay, don't worry. all right, you got enough. Fair enough. The uh, there'll be a clan war tomorrow at nine p.m. Eastern, which is six p.m. on the Pacific Coast, which is God knows what too fucking late time in Europe, and that's going to be Spenu taking on uh, Yo Flash Wolves, and my refund is still not come through. No, so it did not finish before the end of the show. <laughs> so I guess it takes a little bit longer, which. I guess it makes sense. Outside of that, yep, you can find me on Twitter, youtube.com slash cynicalbrit, twitter.com slash totalbiscuit is where you want to go. And that's the show, folks. Thank you very much for watching. Big thanks to our guest, Striven. Big thanks to everyone that subscribed today. And, of course, big thank you to Alpha Geek Radio oh. for doing the oh. test run of the low bandwidth stuff for those that just want to listen to the audio on the go. That's it. We're done. Remember. Bye.
Video games are stupid, of course. Video we'll see games you next are time. really dumb. Keep playing. Video them. games are oh. stupid, and so Pol are you. Polygon's Yay. dumber.